All right. We're on? Yes, sir. We are back, motherfuckers. Back in this bitch again. John Georges is here. I am in the building. John Mayorga. It's my building. So, I mean... Uh, well, you're fine, John. Fine. Yeah, just, fuck just, you. Throw it out there. Throw it out there. We asked John. We asked John. We're recording. Motherfucker said we end this bitch. Like, you're you, you finna respect where you're at right we're now, in, motherfucker. We're in John's closet right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Still bigger than your one bedroom, bitch. <laughs> He's gonna come out later. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Wrong John Ho. <laughs> I was a weekend, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, fuck you, bitch. I don't talk to you. <laughs> Suck Whoa, 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 why are you so aggressive? Because I, 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 I assumed you, that, you know, you would be ready to come out. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. I was chilling. Uh, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep. I was working on stuff. But, true. I feel that. I feel that. It was great. I didn't really do much. I didn't ask, but all right. All right. I, <laughs> still, still, I guess you're going to tell us. Go ahead. No, no. I guess good. Hey, no. It's like, I keep it to myself. <laughs> I'm just playing, bro. Good. I know, was How was like, your weekend, bro? It wasn't bad. It wasn't no, bad. Man. I was chilling. Wasn't bad. Missed the, missed the day of the gym. I need to get back in there. Yeah. But it wasn't too bad, though. All right, good shot. I've been chilling. I've been watching, uh, still been watching Supernatural. God, dog, this has been a, a fucking, like... It's 15 seasons, yeah. What do, you, what, do you, what do you do, like, 10 minutes an episode a day? What do you, no, what do you... motherfucker, I watch a few episodes every, like... Couple days? It's probably, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. That's got to be all right. All right. Yeah, I'm like, not, I mean, it's not the only thing I watch. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, nigga, you've been like, babysitting this, this shit for no, you. No, this should be over for a minute. I don't know if you know that. Like, Yes, I know it's been right. over for a minute, John. I'm aware. No, I'm. I've not been watching it for years, John. I literally... I know, it's been out for years. Just saying, like... I haven't been watching... I started watching it... Uh, probably during the break, or when we took the break between season one and season two. Okay, that's when I started watching it. So we got to think about on season thirteen. Come on, thirteen seasons. It we ain't been. You know what I'm saying? That was like literally like a year ago. Right. We started the break, not like since we came back. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like not even a year, not even a year, not even a year. Maybe like eight months, nine months. I was really babysitting the show, man. Was... Come on, man. Thirteen seasons. The first shit out. The first five seasons, I was every day. That's all I was watching every day. When it started to be ass, that's when you started to slow down? No, 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 no. Oh, well, I wouldn't say it started to be ass. I think it still was able to be created. It's, it's, it finds ways to still, like, listen, by season, like, by season uh, 10, like, 11, its best days are behind it. You no, know yeah, what I'm for saying? sure. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, just the best days, like, honestly, I know people, like, hate 7 because it's, like, the, the, the Dick Roman season and, like, the uh, was it the Leviathans and all oh that my shit? God, like the worst. But that was a real creative season too, and like I just feel like it really started to fall off directly after that, like directly after it, that. I feel like they ripped off SpongeBob during that Leviathan thing. Like there's a whole episode, of, the whole episode of SpongeBob where Mr. Krabs, I think he either sold the the Krusty Krab or lost it or some shit, and he comes back and these corporate motherfuckers are like literally using machines to make Krabby Patties, and when like when people bite into it, it's like gray goo inside of it. That is literally a SpongeBob episode. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just it, it, the you would think Leviathan would be more sinister than like you know than what it actually. Well, they was. wanted to eat everybody, but they yeah. was wanting to make them like they wanted to make it like very easy to do. <laughs> I something. don't know, bro. It seemed real. It was turning. It seemed real SpongeBob inspired, bro. You're not gonna change my mind. But whatever. I'm glad you're still on board with it, though. You know what I mean? Shit. No more season 13. You know, I feel like the some things in the later seasons, I guess. Could kind of make the earlier seasons. Some some of the earlier things happen like a little redundant. Like it takes five seasons 
you know, to get to the devil than the whole season of craziness to defeat him in the fifth season and just barely beat him by the, you know, the skin of the teeth and then, mm-hmm. you know, get to season 13 and it's like, we teaming up with the devil. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, and it's such a casual thing too. Yeah, like, you're, you're going to yeah. act like five seasons worth of shit and then all yeah. of a sudden just, hey, All that shit that unlocked this motherfucker, yeah. like, it's like when you unlock a character on a video game, and then when you unlock him, he ain't the shit like that. Like, These motherfuckers are like the, like the Z Fighters. These motherfuckers yeah. kick a motherfucker's ass, and now he's part of the Z Fighters. Like, it's kind just, of. Yeah, that's kind exactly of, what it is, bro. Like, no, it's still like the overarching villain, but like other shit will happen, and it'll like, you know, be like, you know, let's pause on our like. And work together to fucking forth. figure this shit yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's pause on our back and forth right now. So, yeah, like where I'm watching it right now, they just, you know, they, well, they, they discovered multiple, like, alternate universes like way back in the beginning of the show but now they're really like tapped into like they found the alternate earth and everything I don't know if you finished the whole series but mm. nah, it's not like season point. 13 uh, like uh, Lucifer has a son in uh, season 13 or oh, season 12 cause he like after like, after the season with the darkness and everything like that, and God and darkness. Oh, you finished that darkness shit there, right? Yeah, oh, that was yeah. wack as fuck, right? Yeah, like, I didn't like his how fucking it sister. Like, this shit was so stupid, I didn't, dog. I, I didn't mind the concept of it, honestly, but I just didn't like how it wrapped up. It was they were just mad at each other the whole time. They just, like, like fucking, flew it away. I was like, like oh, y'all so fucking retarded, though. Come on. That shit was whack, bro. The best thing that came out of that was the darkness bringing their mom back. But I feel like they could have handled that better, like, just in terms of, like, how they handled her throughout the season. And then, like, like okay, so... The devil was like still around and shit. Ever after, after God and darkness like left, and he just like went into like chaos mode. Like essentially, like he just didn't give a fuck. Like, like okay. he didn't have a plan to like work towards anymore. Mm. So he's just like doing whatever the fuck. So he's just like body hopping, going crazy, causing lots of destruction. He steals the fucking president's body, and then like he fucking like the, the president in this was like fucking his secretary. So like he fucks the president's secretary and gets her pregnant, but it's the devil's baby. Mm. So it's like gonna be a super nephilim and shit like that, and yeah, that's that's where that's well, uh, we went through that whole thing in season twelve where they were trying to like find the girl because the baby was growing and they couldn't find her and she, she ran away and then like you know, her, she her baby could like telepathically talk because she's like a magical devil baby, and like he you know like she she was like trying to like protect him from like you know the people that would want to use him for his power and shit like that. She was telling him to be strong and everything like that. And he was born at the end when he was born. It was like all this cataclysm because like yeah, he's like a powerful being and he ripped the terror in reality and it opened up a world to what they call what has kind of been known to be called the apocalypse world it's essentially a world where Sam and Dean were never born mm. and like the whole world went to shit like, so, just because like, they weren't born yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, real main character like I guess <laughs> Like, Sam and Dean were never born. But, like, Bobby's still alive over there. And then, like, but the whole world is, like, an apocalypse. And, like, humans are, like, you know, like, it's on some, like, uh, Mad Max type shit. And uh, <laughs> the, the devil over there is dead. Michael won their, their final battle or whatever. Mm. And he, like, destroyed the world. But, like, Michael is, like, just running, like, this ragtag legion of angels and shit. So, anyway, I'll say all this to say, like, the mom fucking, like, at the end of it, like, the devil came to get his kid or whatever. And, um... They she used like his magical like fisticuffs or whatever, and she like punched the devil. Like they had like this whole plan like to where they were gonna trap him on the other side of the portal and shit like that yeah. in the Apocalypse World, and they did it, but it didn't like work. He was over there and he like just killed Castiel and then came back. They walked back through the portal and then she used her like magical fisticuffs to like start punching him, and he was like falling backwards and like she like pushed him and like, she fell through the portal with him and then it closed. 
So, like, the devil was gone, and their mom was gone, and it was like, what the fuck? And Cassiel was dead, and it was just like, what the fuck? And then they heard the lady screaming, the, the, she was devil's baby mom. She's like, ah! And you hear, like, you see this big eyes glow. Sam runs in there, and, like, the lady's dead. They find her fucking body. And he fucking turns. It's not a fucking baby. It's this fucking, like, 16-year-old kid. <laughs> and it's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, cause he, because, like, she told him, like, you know, he was going to be in danger and all this other type of shit. Like, he could not be born a baby, so he, like, like, Turned himself into a teenager. All right. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. And the devil and their mom, like, they, they they think their mom is, well, Dean thinks their mom is dead, but in actuality, the devil, like, plans to use their mom as a bargaining chip because they have his son. Mm. So he wants to, like, use her to get out of Apocalypse World, find his son, and then, like, trade her. But, like, that, that didn't happen either because, like, they ran into, like, the other Michael over there. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But yeah, I'm still kind of enjoying. Like they still find ways to like make me enjoy, and I also have not made it to. You don't give up on stuff fast, bro. Like I gotta tell you, you don't like. Well, it's not. There's, there's not a whole lot that of bad. There's not a whole lot of shows that sit here that you watch like religiously that you can really find a whole lot of like fault in. No, I, like, I listen to you describe shit, and it sounds like absolute horseshit, and you're still just like, yeah, so you know that's where I'm at. No, because it's still done like, in a real fun, and enjoyable way. I, I respect that though. I, I respect it's that you kind of just like. No, because you know. I walked away from Walking Dead. Yeah, I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just couldn't do it. I don't plan on going back. I want Rick Grimes spinoff and shit like that, but I don't care about the other shit. I just don't. I just can't do it. It's unwatchable. But this, I still find it enjoyable, and I haven't made it to Scooby Natural, so. <laughs> the best shit, that's the best that's, motherfucking one. Boy. That's, yeah, that's what I've been working up to for 13 seasons. Yes, sir. Scooby <laughs> Natural. <laughs> I cannot wait for that shit, man. All right, bro. What we got on the list, bro? What what the retro list, review is Scooby Natural. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, let's get into let's the, get the list for the list, day, bro. man. Ooh, Bruce Lee is getting an anime We series. saw that right before we actually started. Watch the yeah, trailer. Yeah. Um, the, looks like, I don't know if it's the intro or if that's just, like, the trailer. I hope it's before. just the intro. I hope that's not really, like, the entirety of oh, its the style. Yeah. I like it. I know you don't like the, the older yeah. school anime style, but, like, yeah, like you said, it was, no, it was, I, I could it was, fuck with some old school animation style. It's just that I'm not real into those, the, like, the, the Fist, Fist of the North, North Star style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really into But a lot of people, I saw a lot of people saying, like, a lot of that stuff is, like, was Bruce Lee inspired anyway? Right. So it's kind of cool to see, like, okay, it's a Bruce Lee anime, but now it's that style, you know, since he kind of inspired yeah, that stuff if, anyway. If that's what was going to happen, this should have came out a long ass time ago, you know what I mean? Okay, his his I daughter should have gained it, because then that's when the hype would have been really, like, real. Well, you maybe know? they didn't have it. We don't know the legalities, though. You know, nah, it's like you yeah, say his daughter. Yeah, and all I guess stuff. not, but I don't know. I, I hope that's just the intro and, like, it's more modern up. Like, you want to look more modern. Yeah. Even if you stick toward that style. Just modern it up, you know what I mean? Right. I, I think I could like you know power through that, and you know as long as the story is pretty decent and shit, obviously. What do you think it's gonna be? Do you think it's gonna be like you know like a dramatization of his life, or it's gonna be like some crazy shit? Like nah, I hope it's some sci-fi Bruce crazy Lee, shit. Yeah, Bruce Lee yeah. demons and shit. I hope like. it's like I hope it's like the lost like five years of his youth we don't know about or some shit, and it's just like magical shit happens. And yeah, 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 then he comes back and becomes an actor and all this. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> After he defeats like the ultimate some evil. Johnny Cage. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I hope it's some shit like that. Like this is like, you know, Bruce Lee between twenty one and like twenty six or something and then that you know everything after that is his regular life, right, you know? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Like where a lot of his self shot movies come from, you know what I mean? The ideas are from his adventures fighting off like supernatural shit, you know? Right. Like the Oni and other demons or whatever the fuck or warlords or whatever. I hope so. I hope it's not just like following his fucking life. It's kinda of weird. Like, why you did why did we have to get an animation like an anime of his actual real life? You know, it just isn't Really, I don't see the need for that in anime. 
This is from Targa. It's Bruce Lee's. It's, it's called House of Lee. Created by it's created, it's created by Lee's daughter Shannon. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantasy action series inspired by a famous quote from the martial artist. On Friday, Deadline broke the news that martial artist uh, martial arts legend Bruce Lee will finally get his very own anime series, House of Lee, created by his daughter. It is done by uh, Beijing-based anime studio uh, Shock Unit Studio. You know that one? Beijing. So what is that? China? That's China. It's a Chinese animation though. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, because, I mean, most anime we see is, is usually Japanese studios, you know? Right, but it's Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes total sense, though. I don't, right? I don't know why that didn't click before this, but okay, yeah, keep going with what they said. Yeah, it says that uh, it's an action fantasy series that follows Lee as he assembles a team of warriors to prevent the world from plunging too far into darkness and shadow. Hell yeah. According to Deadline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. According to Deadline. Oh, shit. <laughs> the premise of the upcoming anime takes inspiration from a Bruce Lee quote. Those who are unaware they are walking in darkness will never seek the light. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. So he's going to be here. be hunting the supernatural and no one knows it exists except yeah. for his team. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, shit. If it was like more of like a variety type show, or it was like different adventures, it could they could have did the water quote. It'd be like water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it says you can check out the trailer, which will be uh, shown at the special 50th anniversary screens of Lee's classic film Into the Dragon, t- t- taking place in select theaters from August 13th through the 16th. Uh, speaking with Deadline, Shannon Lee revealed that she decided to partner with Shibuya, a content platform that assists artists in funding their films after viewing a screening of its anime short. White Rabbit. She said, anime is an amazing medium for telling a truly creative story where Bruce Lee can be Bruce Lee. I'm so excited for the possibilities for action, fantasy, history, culture, and creativity within this medium. That's cool. That's cool. I'm glad she's like really into it. I'm glad. Like, that's just something I was like kind of like worried about. Like, like she didn't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, a lot of times they do shit like that, you know. They what I'm exclude the family entirely, yeah, because yeah, whatever for fuck reasons. So I, I'm glad you know it's something she's finally she's making some money off her daddy's face, you know. Right, right, right. And so many other people have. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. The Adventures of Bruce Lee. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. Accent. <laughs> right. I, don't know, I don't know why I did yeah, that accent thing. You guys forgive me for that. You're getting a mighty suspect over there, dark. Hmm? I need you to dial it down. Don't make me tell everybody how you used to draw. You used to draw Asian characters yellow and just squinty eyes. Don't make me tell everybody. <laughs> don't, make, don't make me tell them about your fucking your written dialogue of fucking sexual fantasies, you bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fucking weird ass. Notes and notes of that shit in your fucking phone. I saw it. Fuck out of here. Freak. <laughs> oh, man. Moving on. We got a new Ahsoka trailer. Yes, and, sir. and it confirms... Something huge that we have been hoping for since pretty much the inception of this podcast, and that's the Hayden Christensen was going to be an Ahsoka. And we said, I personally said that it had to, it had no, they had no choice. I thought they had no choice. Uh, you know, I thought it had to happen. I'm glad it's happening. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm glad it's happening. And I, know, I don't I think know. it was a you necessary. Think it was necessary. Yeah, no. I think it absolutely no. was necessary because the the for the for the live action only guys because there's lots of them. It's lots of them. The live action only guys, they didn't have any connection to Ahsoka. They don't know how important she is to Vader and Anakin and everything. I think they needed that. They needed that to show that connectivity in live action. We've never seen Hayden Christensen, his Anakin, be with Ahsoka at all. We needed that. We needed that. And I think there's only, there's not, if there, if there was ever an opportunity to do it, it had to be her show. 
It couldn't be anywhere else. If they did it somewhere else, we would have been like, we would have been happy, but we would have been like, okay, you give it to us in like some shit, some scene in Mandalorian. That's weird. Like, okay, well, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I feel like it had to be done in her show. That's why I was like, to me, it, it had to happen. It, would have, it makes the most sense to do it in her show. I still horribly disagree. You're it saying it wouldn't have broken for you. No, honestly. it wouldn't have broken for a lot of people. A lot of people started watching one lot, way or another. No, a lot of people would have watched, but it would have yeah, still been still a lot of complaints. It would have been yeah, but Disney don't give a fuck about all the complaints, dog. Like, they're still going to make their money Disney no matter don't what. Care about a lot. They don't give a fuck about nobody's opinion, dog. They're it still going to make their money one way or another. Fan base wasn't going to crack because of that. You know what I mean? Ah. It wasn't going to crack. I just think it would have been a lot of complaints. But I think I'm, I'm happy. With that being said, though, with that being said, I'm going to get a little greedy. I hope we see memories of him as Anakin and maybe a couple memories of her coming across him as Darth Vader because they did come across each other in Rebels. Right. So it would be cool. Like at least, at least some like dialogue a... scenes where they're looking at each other about right. a fight or some shit. Right, right. right. Or she has like a nightmare of Vader or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because they, uh, they, did, they did fight in Rebels. Right, you know what right. I mean? And that, that was a pretty dope-ass fight. Right. If they could show like even a piece of that in the flashback, yeah, yeah. but in live action. Even, even if they don't actually fight in that memory of her, at least like the horrors of the, the shit he was telling her. You know what I mean? Like she didn't... Nightmare sequence or something. If you listen to right, the motherfucker talk. Right, she just hears the... Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah it's pretty rough. Mm, yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, for sure. But we know we see from the from the trailer, we hear the, we hear the line, uh, a line from Clone Wars that we, we've literally heard from Clone Wars from the Matt Lanter version mm. of Anakin, and it's like being repeated. So we're, li- we're likely to like see a version of that scene, but like now in live action. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe she's just hearing that. Like maybe, remembering it during right. some like exactly. trauma, traumatic it. moment or but something. just... Us hearing the, the Hayden's voice is pretty much confirmation. Then there's also like there was some leak or something like that from Amazon or some shit like that. that it was like a description or something. Yeah, in the trailer, you, there is a like a little moment of him young. You know what I mean? So like when Ray, whatever. Ray, right, but that that is true. But that was yeah. a scene. I think that was a placement scene. But yeah. that was for the trailer only because that scene was from Kenobi. Right. But she didn't know Anakin then. But I'm assuming that they. Yeah, but, he, yeah, but he knew Anakin then. Right, you right, right. So maybe Absolutely. it's uh, maybe it could be a memory from him too. Like, they tried to do something like he was watching that day or something like that. or Yeah, because he was a classmate with, with Anakin. Right, 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 So right, maybe right. it was his turn to train with Kenobi, a master at the time. It, could, it would also be cool, like, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, we see flashbacks, like, from, I think it's Baylor is, is uh, Ray Stevenson's character. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I maybe? It's, I it's, it's that sounds right. It's, that sounds yeah, right. I think it's Baylor. Yeah. If we see uh, flashbacks with him and Anakin, mm-hmm. and we also see flashbacks with... Ahsoka and Anakin, that'd be, that'd be dope. Yeah, I'm, if you're going to give us flashbacks, let's get greedy. Give us, give us yeah, all yeah, the good flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Use Hayden as much as you can. As much as you can. Yeah, bring him back. Give us a Darth Vader series. We talked about Oh, that. yeah, please. For the love of God, oh, give man, us I'll take that shit so... Oh, my God. They're fucking... You had this man, he was Darth Vader for 20, what, 23 years? Yeah. He was Darth Vader for 23 years. There's so much you can do. They... But- they like I don't, I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm cool with the entirety of, of how Star Wars works. I, you know, what I mean, I'm cool with the army aspect of it and the military stuff. I'm cool with the politics. I'm cool mm-hmm. with the samurai stuff, right? But I'd be lying if I said I didn't like really like the Jedi stuff more than everything else. You Did you I mean? see the leak for uh, the Alkalite? No. This the, 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 we'll, we'll talk about it later. But remind me, the, the trailer leaked. Is it, is it like heavy, heavily like in the force? Like you see shit? like ten Jedi together, like it's High Republic oh. era shit. Like you see yellow lightsabers, like it's crazy. So okay, so the acolyte is that gonna that's gonna like revolve mostly around force users, right? Yeah, like, no, I okay. think the dark right. side. Because I can't front, bro. I couldn't get into that Andor series. The Andor you series, get into it? nah. I, I haven't checked that it shit out. That's just so fucking boring, dog. And it's somehow they say I the read, production value is really good. Though. I, I heard the same shit. I've been hearing nothing but great things from people. And online people talk about how it's like one of the greatest fucking projects that they've done in like forever. Right, you know, because right, right. you know a lot of people don't like Disney Star Wars, right? Right. People are like, this makes it bearable. I'm just like, I couldn't get past fucking episode two. This shit's fucking like so insufferable. Like I just just mm-hmm. so much talking and so much like 
I don't know. It's just nothing really exciting for me. So I was, that's I'm, I'm real into the Jedi stuff. So I can't. Yeah. I, feel, I feel you on that. Yeah. I feel you on that. I'm excited to have. A I'm heavy. I'm, I'm pro I'm Jedi stuff. Oh yeah, me too. You know, I love that shit. She is no Jedi, but like I, I, I'm, I'm excited to have that, and then Alkalite too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but we need a Vader series, 100. percent You have 23 years of this man being being Vader to play with. Yeah. Like you, like literally. I think the comic book series, like they're doing, like they have another, they have an ongoing right right now. Like I haven't been reading it, but I read the two before that. They mm. were really good. You don't have to base it on that. It can be after that because those were literally like there was like Darth Vader year one type shit. Mm. Like they literally were like a year one. And then they had another one where it was like uh, right after Episode five. You literally have so many more years you could play with and pick with. I've read. I think I've read the last two. I think the most recent one, uh, the one with like. Padme's like handmaidens or whatever. You're right, right, right. right, right. I, I, I don't think I've completed that one. I think I'm still missing like one or two stories. I'm not going to talk too much about it because if you're going to get into it, I don't want to ruin too many mm-hmm. plot points, but it's really good. You could definitely do some of those those stories and right. still, I think, hold like toward real canon shit and not ruin right. nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of shit to better to play with. Dude, so. I, I would love to see Hayden come back. Like, yeah. And, my, and you know what? As a comic reader, my favorite parts of the Darth Vader, you know, the, the comics, isn't even like him fighting all the time. A lot of it's his inner dialogue yeah, his, his and his dialogue like, and that's what he be saying to people dark. too. He's like, like he's like the evil Naruto. This motherfucker's just like you know what I mean. His determination to never give up, yeah. to, <laughs> to absolutely destroy and never give up because it's yeah. his ancient space samurai way is like yeah. it's fucking incredible. Yeah. He is literally the evil protagonist. He's like you yeah, know what I mean, like the evil protagonist because yeah. he literally is the protagonist. Yeah. And you're just like <laughs> I'm still rooting for this motherfucker. Yeah. Like that shit was horrible. But it was gangster yep. as fuck. <laughs> you had to kill them girl's parents in front of her. But that was boss. Like, oh shit. Like, yeah. when he, because he's in there, like, adding a Skywalker was like the epitome of what it was to be like, he was like the best Jedi. He's the uh-huh. epitome. And like, Darth Vader is like the epitome of the Sith. Like, uh-huh. there is no, like, yeah, of course, Sidious is like the, oh, the the evil master and the evil. You know, he, I mean, you know, Sidious is definitely like he's the, the brain. Yeah, yeah, side, for sure, like, for sure. What it means to be like a, a dark side warrior. Yeah. Like, yes. That's like, why he was so afraid of Darth Vader and yeah. kept him in like that fucking, like, Fucked suit, up yeah. suit that you learned, and they, I know we've always kind of known this, but they emphasize in the last two stories how like outdated his suit is a lot. Right, like that's a that's a reoccurring theme in like the last two Darth Vader series for sure. Like these bounty hunters will be looking at body parts like, yo, this shit's from like pre Clone Wars. You know what I mean? So like they they really emphasize how like outdated his shit is, and how like Palpatine keeps him like right. like uncomfortable, on edge, you which know, is, angry. Which you know is, what I mean? Which is two things because because one it adds something to the story, right? Yeah, but then two. It, 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 it what it does is explains the real life reasoning behind like like special effects things like obviously oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, like yeah, those yeah. 70s why he was like really like clunky and kind right, of like right, you know right, moving right. the way he was moving and shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like so it's you know the 70s technology 80s technology like why why like why are things looking, like for instance like why are the, 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 the ships like less designed you know what I'm saying or, or less uh, you know extravagant than they were in the, the Clone Wars and that's in, for the story reasons it's because like you see the, the Empire came on and, like, they, they started to, like, mass-produce things where they made, like, things more bland. Everything's gray. Everything's, like, the mm. same color and shit like that. That was just, like, the way of the Empire. But in reality, it's just, like, the kind of how they had it. At yeah, it's just budget-wise. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah. I, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. I, I fuck with it a lot, honestly. Those stories are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, a Vader series would be awesome. Ah, that shit would hit, bro. That shit would yeah, I think we said, too, like, I think, uh, um, I honestly think a young Palpatine series would hit, too. Okay. Young like like him like be like a young he, he's he's like the apprentice of uh of um Plagueis yeah and we get to see that like him plotting on Plagueis and stuff like because he literally doesn't kill Plagueis until the Phantom Minute mm-hmm. 
which we see that we don't see that it's off screen or whatever. Yeah. But like, so he's like in his what forties, fifties when he when he finally kills his master. Yeah. So well, there's a lot of storyline you could do with that. And he was in the shadows for a long time. The Jedi didn't even know the Sith were still out there. Yeah, see, and that's, that's... We, could, we could see him plotting and doing shit. In the, like we could see like a whole storyline where somebody almost figured out the Sith were alive, and he had to hunt them down and kill them. And shit maybe like. a Jedi sect that was like an Auto Rim or something protecting yeah. it, and then it's like a race against time to kill them or not. Right, right? before they could reach the yeah, council yeah, yeah. and shit. Like that shit would be fire, man. If they do that though, they they I don't want man. See, I don't want them doing like the whole you know when the villain is young they're on trying the edge. to make him likable or something. Yeah, like oh. not necessarily likable, but like they put him in a place where he, it's almost like he's not so much a villain but an anti-hero. He's morally ambiguous. Morally ambiguous. Yeah. He's like no 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 no. no, 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 no. We need Palpatine to be like he's supposed. Yeah, I want yeah. him to be like the straight old, up. Yeah, evil. yeah. Like I want no fucking him, reason other than like, like that's just what he was taught and he enjoys right. it. You like know? when Plagueis finds him, he needs to be like choking rats with the force. Yeah. Murdering <laughs> little, yeah, like, yeah, like, like killing, killing cats yeah, yeah. with the force and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Killing little animals and shit. Fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't want it to be where we like him and want him to turn good, but ultimately, right, you know, right, he does. Right. Like, no, don't do that. Absolutely. Don't do that. He's let's let's, let's hate him from beginning to end, like right. we're supposed to. Exactly. You know? Like, like yeah. he's he's it's, it's one of those characters like the Joker, but he's so bad, he's good. Like yeah. he's so bad that you just you love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, we don't, we don't want to see him be kind of good. We want to. I don't want to feel because you don't want to feel for him like you would feel for Darth Vader. Because that's, that's too. Yeah, that's like that's like that's too much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to feel the take same us, way for two of them. I don't right? want to take us to left field, but that's why I don't. That's why I don't like killing Joke. A killing Joke? Yeah, because I don't like I don't like sympathetic Joker. I don't like oh his his wife died and she was pregnant and then nobody believed her, but then the the guys forced him to be Red Hood. I don't like that. Mm. I like that he was like psychotic, like he was a psychotic gangster before, and then like the chemicals just like kind of unlocked something more, and then, like you know what I'm saying? Like I can take this even further. Like he became like truly like this homicidal manic. Like he was always like this. I like that he was since like almost a criminal mastermind who was like bored, so that like, he's like almost waiting for a new challenge. So when Batman comes, it's like okay, this is my challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like he takes him on as Red Hood fails, but then like it makes him the experience makes him something greater, which is the Joker. I like that. Though. I don't mind a killing joke. I didn't. I didn't feel sorry for the Joker for shit. Like, because I, I already knew the Joker before this, so it's just right, like, right. yeah, even your origin's not gonna make me feel sorry for you, right, bitch. Right. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you toss babies in the air and shoot right. people in the face. Like, I don't. That origin's really more to go into the whole one bad day thing, because the whole right. point of that story is like he's trying to break Gordon. Right. He's trying to break Gordon, make him have like the worst day ever. Like, you know, I paralyzed your daughter. Right. Like, you know, I fucking I took pictures of her. I fucking you know killed your wife basically. You know what I mean? That was later. That was- that wasn't in the same killing joke where he no. tossed it in there and then he shot he shot her right in the face. That's in no, that was in um, what's the story called? Cataclysm or uh, the story where the where Gotham had the earthquake. This is in the nineties. It was after Killing Joke. Barbara was already Oracle then when he killed Sarah Essen. Sarah Essen. Okay, excuse me. All right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just cannot think of the story. You know, but it's the story where they have the big earthquake. This was like. This is like right before, it's like a few years before Hush and all that. Like right before we get into our era kind of comic books. Right. It's right before that. I just cannot think of this story, bro. I know what it's called. Because I remember even, even fucking, even fucking Gotham, like the TV show did like an adaptation of it and shit. Fuck. What's it called? Let me see real quick. Gotham, when they did the uh, Batman story with the earthquake. Let's see. Batman. Okay, so it was Cataclysm. No Man's Land. That's what it is. Yeah. No Man's Land. There we go. The No Man's Land. That's where I believe he killed Sarah Essen. 
killing Joe. He just shot uh, Barbara, kidnapped Gordon, and he, like, took a bunch of pictures of Barbara naked. They really fridged Barbara in that storyline. It's like Batgirl, who's awesome and has all this training, like just casually opens the door to the Joker and gets shot and it's fine. Like it's just like what's like. And the other fucked up thing about that story too is like, I and mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think I think what DC like with, I think who turned. Damn, I don't want to get this wrong. Is it Ostrander that turned Barbara into Oracle, or was it Chuck Dixon? Can't remember. But either way, what they were able to do with that with Oracle was cool and everything like that. But like mm-hmm. that whole thing, like she that was that wasn't even supposed to be a canon story. It was just like Alan, Alan Moore just was like going wild. Like I think he had like an issue with DC at the time or something like that, and he was like he needed to do that project or something like that and they were just like we're just gonna fucking go crazy and then he just did it and then they were like okay we're gonna keep we're gonna like make this stick he was like what? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like it wasn't like a thing like Alan Moore hates he wrote that story he hates it he hates that people think that it's like so great it's like as if it's like if you were like if you were to like to draw a painting and you like intentionally went to be like this not to be your best work and people were like, this is your best work. <laughs> like, like, you'd probably be pissed. Like, what the fuck? Like, right. <laughs> I worked so hard at this shit. Y'all ain't going <laughs> to say this is my best work. So I kind of understand where he's coming from. But, you know, whatever. It's neither here nor there. But, um, damn it. Hold on. Sorry. Yeah, let's go to this blindside shit. Uh, that's good. the very next one. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't want to put that like more toward the end. So we ended on, ended on jokes. Um, I mean, we got some other comic stuff to talk about. Another uh, no, I had shit. some more jokes in there too, like some more funny shit to me. I thought it was gonna be. You, we, you wanna talk about it later? Hey, if, <laughs> you talk about if later your jokes episode? are fresh off the mic, like if fresh right now, go ahead. We'll talk about it right off it. Good. No, no, we can come back. We can come back. Come back, come back. Well, I feel like everything else is a little more like information heavy. Let's jump into it. Okay, let's jump into it. Fuck it. Let's jump into it, man. Let's jump into it. This shit just hit today. This is crazy. This shit is crazy. I don't know if you know if, if y'all have ever seen the movie The Blind Side. So with Sandra Bullock. With Sandra Bullock. It was probably one of her best pieces. Yeah, definitely, definitely one of her best movies. <laughs> right up there with Miss <laughs> Um It's a movie where uh, she plays a wife um, from well off. Uh, a white family from a uh, really well off right, area, right? Right, right, right. right. A nice white family. Uh, who taking this uh, uh, at risk black youth? Who uh, in the movie they portray as being just just a little bit like behind mentally, like right, academically, they're, 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 I academically. Guess. Yeah, because be. I mean, he's who's in there. He was still pretty in tune, like as a person. Right, right, right. It's just academically speaking, he was a little slower than the rest. Like he was like he was dumb, but he had a good soul. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like a like a giant like one of those giant like like, I told, like big dummies that know, are like really nice. Like like, you know what I mean? like like the shit that I tell you that I hate all the time. Yeah, like yeah. in fucking these fucking like green the green's one of them green the green mom type negroes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah magical negroes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate that shit. And he's like, it's so friendly. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't know a lot about life, boss, but I know this ain't right. It's that type of shit. <laughs> it's that bullshit. That shit could have been a line straight out of the Green Mile, dog. It's, it's, it's that bullshit. But anyway, so this well-off family meets this at-risk youth, and he's, you know, he's he's physically gifted, but you know, he's a little bit behind academically, and he's he's, he's struggling, and he's. He's uh, comes from a bad home and he's never had a bed before. Never not loved. Yeah, no one really loves him. Yeah, loves yeah. Him. No he's one used, him. He's used Sleeping by the streets, gang basically. members, yeah. you know, to be like an enforcer and all that type of stuff. 
And this lady meets him and she basically saves his fucking life, brings him into her family. You know, her husband teaches him how to play football. This leads to him becoming having a great football career. And he grows up to become Michael Orr, NFL football player, and has a pretty good career. Goes to two Super Bowls, wins one. Today, Michael Orr. <laughs> his oh, father. Wait, wait, wait. They adopt him. In they the adopted him in they, the movie. They bring they him in and him. he is legally their child. Right, became the their child, you know what I'm saying? In Things the movie. Like, in the movie. In the movie. In the movie. Fast forward to today. To today. 2023. 2023. <laughs> uh, oh, Michael man. War, Michael Orr has filed a lawsuit. Against the same family. Against the same family. Yeah. Why, Georges? Tell us what. Um, because apparently, according to Michael Orr, the family... Never actually adopted him. Okay, so then what papers did they have him sign, Georges? Because he remembers <laughs> signing too something. Much fun with this he remembers signing something, Georges. What did this guy, who they portrayed to be a giant oaf in the movie, what did they have him <laughs> sign? What did he sign, Georges? <laughs> who they portrayed to be a giant oaf. Come on. Come on. You're a menace, man. No, no, come on. No, what, what did he sign? I want to pull up the full thing because I don't, I have it. I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> Retired NFL star Michael Orr, whose supposed adoption out of grinding poverty by a wealthy white family was immortalized in the 2009 movie The Blind Side, okay, what we petitioned talked about. a Tennessee court Monday with allegations that a central element of the story was a lie okay. concocted by the family Which to part? enrich itself at his expense. Well, okay. The 14-page petition. Filed in Shelby County, Tennessee, probate court, alleges that Sean and Lee, Lee Ann Tua... Those are the parents. Tua, I think that's how you said the last okay. name. Tua, uh, who took over or... Who took... Oh, oh excuse me. Took, who took or into their home as a high school student, never never adopted him. Okay. Instead... What did he sign? Less than three months after or turned 18 in 2004, the petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document, making them his conservators. Which gave them legal, <laughs> which gave them legal, <laughs> Jesus which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. Now, if you're not sure uh, what a conservatorship, it is, is the same the thing that Britney, Britney Spears, Spears has been, trying to has been fighting her whole life. Which, <laughs> which, which, by the way, just side note. Maybe she should have stayed on. I don't know. Oh, oh, do, you follow, do you follow her on Instagram? Hey, now. Do you follow her on social media? John, Bro, she is wild. I'm only going to say one thing, She John. is fucking it's wild. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we fought so hard socially to get her out of there. And, I, and, and she then, should stay out. You know, she should probably have gone back, honestly. Maybe no. not Maybe not with her. With, listen, no. Free not, Britney. And not with her parents, but somebody that truly loves her. Like, maybe her husband should put her on something like that. I don't know. She's free crazy. Britney, she wild up. Free Britney and fuck Zoe 102. We're not watching that shit. <laughs> you see that shit? Yeah, 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 come back ass, that yeah shit. trying to make this show yeah. like twenty. Ain't nobody think you hot no more, bitch. Yeah, fuck out of here. On. Not even all that makeup on your face can make this look manageable. Nah, nah, yeah, fuck nah, out of here. Nah, you and that little kid that you had to ruin the show. Yeah, exactly. Back to my Michael. Don't do all nothing I just said. Bitch, yeah, <laughs> y'all could have been victorious. Yeah, but bitch, y'all fucking up everybody. <laughs> Cause you could, you could have been like R. Carly, but yeah, no, she went, no. no. And you could have came back with your shit now. Uh-huh. You know, that's what she thinks is gonna happen. Yeah. And she thinks, oh, you just it's too nah, You ain't I Carly. It's like when um, if you're for basketball fans, like when uh, Draymond Green went off on Paul Pierce. Like, who you think you? You think you Kobe? You ain't getting no fair world tell you think you're Kobe? And Paul Pierce sitting there looking like shit. That's how Zoe probably feel. Mm-hmm. But back to Michael Warren. So this they had this, this 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 gentle giant just <laughs> just. just <laughs> 
sign of conservatism. <laughs> Holy shit, Doug. There is, there is evil, and then there is just absolutely pure evil. And I think these people were pure evil, Doug. There's no fucking way. It says that the lie of Michael's adoption is one upon which co-conservators Leon Tuey and Sean Tuey have enriched themselves at the expense of their ward, the undersigned... Ward is the shit that Dick Grayson was to Batman for many years. The undersigned, <laughs> the, the undersigned Michael uh, or <laughs> The legal filing says Michael Orr discovered this lie to his chagrin in, in embarrassment in February of 2023 when he learned that the conservatorship to which he consented on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the 2A family in fact provided him no familiar relationship with the 2As. The Tuahe family did not immediately return phone calls Monday to numbers listed for them. Other petitions asked the court to end the Tuahe's conservatorship and to issue an injunction barring them from using his name and likeness. It also seeks a full accounting of the money the Tuahe's earned under uh, using Orr's name and to have the couple pay him his share of profits as well as unspecified compensatory and punitive damages. Now, we looked this up earlier when we were having a conversation about this. Michael Orr's net worth is reported $16 million. Now, you say that's not pretty bad. He had a seven-year NFL career. They made a movie about his life. But considering the fact that he made no fucking money off that movie and any of the merchandise or anything else that went with that shit, it's not good because uh, the toys, just the wife, just the wife's net worth is $50 million. Oh, that's fucking crazy, dog. $50 million. That's fucking crazy. Because she done wrote books and all this other type mm-hmm. of book sign. This bitch been at book signing all the time. I, I adopted a big, a big a bo- black kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saved them. It says, since at least August of 2004, conservatives have allowed Michael, specifically, and the public generally, to believe that conservators adopted Michael and have used that untruth to gain financial advantages for themselves in the foundations which they own or which they exercise control. The petition says, all monies made in said manner should in all conscience and equity be disgorged and paid over to the said ward, Michael Orr. Orr was a rising high school senior when he signed the conservatorship papers and he has written that the tool he's told him that there was essentially no difference between adoption and conservatorship. They explained to me that it means pretty much the exact same thing as adoptive parents but that the laws were just written in a way that took my age into account. Or wrote in his 2011 best-selling memoir, I Beat the Odds. But there are some important legal distinctions. If Orr had been adopted by a Tuohys, he would have been a legal member of their family and he would have retained power to handle his own financial affairs. Under the conservatorship, Orr surrendered that authority to the Tuohys, even though he was a legal adult with no known physical or psychological disabilities. So that means they literally only signed it because he didn't know what it meant. Like, it's just so fucked up. But you know what? That, that's a bigger question. He's okay, think about this. Doesn't that call into question a lot of these, like, record deals and shit? What do you mean? Don't a lot of people, like, in the music business and, and even in the film business sometimes, too. You got young uh, musicians or young uh, producers, young filmmakers come in and signing things that they don't understand. But then we go, okay, well, that's the deal. You know, the deal's the deal. Now, obviously, this is a much different case. These guys, pretty much, they, they, they tricked him into thinking he was a part of a family. This is a whole different type of conspiracy here. Right. But, I mean, that's definitely a conversation to be had about, like, hey, maybe we have to go back and look at certain of these contracts. Like, you made this kid sign this contract for 15 albums when he was 18, and he didn't understand any of this. And then you have a lawyer 
next to him that was a lawyer that was on your payroll. Like, is this not a fucking crime? You know what I'm saying? Like, this happens. Yeah, but I mean, it. it's still... I know it happens. It just ultimately, it still falls. If you're eight or the age of 18... It still falls. You, if you're making a deal like this, you have to have an attorney with your dog or have somebody on your side... Your side, not just an attorney provided by the company, because if they're provided by the company, they're on the company's payroll. You just said it, right? Somebody on your side who knows legal shit, like, you know what I mean? Either most better than anything, a lawyer, you know what I mean? Right. So they can actually help you read through it and explain to you what the fucking deal entails. Right. You know what I mean? Cause I, I think this situation is different just because, like, they literally said that they adopted him. Yeah. yeah. I think if they would have just said, oh, yeah, if they would have said the whole time this is a conservatorship, he just didn't know what it meant. Yeah. That would be one thing. But, but see, see, that's that's what my fuck a minion. I know, I know. It it seems like that might be like, oh, that might be the 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 foothold he needs. The fact that he didn't have anything wrong with him when he signed it, nothing legally or you know medically wrong with him at the time, mm. right? Uh, that might be what fucks him over in the end. The court, the courts to be like, there was nothing wrong with you for you to not truly understand what the fuck he signed. But if he was staying with them, if he was staying with them, but prior to turning eighteen, yeah, right. And they were doing whatever for him, whatever. And then, like, they were his guardian or, 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 or you know, whatever. They didn't maybe they had a legal guardian, but they were just, like... Uh, you both, but at the end... No, no, I'm not, not saying right or wrong. They're fucking wrong completely. What I'm arguing is what the... The courts might say. Might say is, like, yo, how do we know what you're saying is true? And then they, let's say these two people come forward and they're just like, no. We told him that the deal was that if he stayed and we supported him financially, that we would have to be able to have a say on the money that he makes. And he agreed to it. What's, what's, what's he, what he's saying is one thing. Right. You see what I'm saying? If there's so, no paperwork that actually says that. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? What's going to be the counterclaim? I worry what's your counterclaim going to be, too. Because, that, again, that still fits into the argument. Like, you weren't, there was nothing mentally wrong with you. There was nothing physically wrong with you for you to need to sign it over, but you did so anyway. It says that this petition alleges that the two A's began negotiating a movie deal about their relationship with Orr shortly after the 2006 release of the book, The Blind Side, Evolution of a Game which chronicled the story. According to the legal filing, the movie paid the Tuahees and their two birth children each $225,000 plus 2.5% of the film's defined net proceeds. The movie became a critically acclaimed blockbuster, reportedly grossing more than $300 million at the box office and tens of millions of dollars more in home video sales. The film received an Oscar nomination for Best Picture and Sandra Bullock won a Best Actress Trophy for her portrayal of Lee Ann Tuohy. While the deal allowed the Tuohys to profit from the film, the petition alleges a separate 2007 contract purportedly signed by or appears to give away uh, to 20th Century Fox Studios the life rights to his story without any payment whatsoever. The filing says Orr has no recollection of signing that contract, and even if he did, no one explained its implications to him. The deal lists all four Tuohy family members as having the same representative at Creative Artist Agency. The petition says... But Orr's agent, who would receive movie contract and payment notices, is listed as Deborah Brandon, a close family friend of... Oh, they set this man up. A close close family friend of the Tuohys and the same lawyer who filed the 2004 conservatorship petition. The petition alleges Brandon did not return a call to her law office on Monday. In the past, the the Tuohys have denied making much money from the movie saying they received a flat fee for the story and did not reap any of the movie's profits. Which is a lie. And what they did earn, they added, was shared with Orr. We, do, we divided it five ways, the two of these wrote in their 2010 book. But that's not true. In a heartbeat, sharing the power of a cheerful giving. But none of that's true. None of that's true. They are a piece of shit. Like, Orr's court petitions. They really took into account the fact that he couldn't read for shit. Yeah. Huh? 
because yeah. they, knew, they knew he wasn't going to read the book either. Right. He ain't going to read They put shit. it flat out in the book. <laughs> they ain't flat out lied in the book and yep. knew this motherfucker wasn't going to read that shit. Right. God damn, bro. Knowledge is power, yo. Yep. Read. Pick up a read, book and read, 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 read. When y'all teachers give you reading class for an read hour and a half, read. Or his corporation says he's never received any money from the movie, even though he long suspected that others were profiting. According to his, his attorney, J. Uh, Gerard Strange the Fourth. Whenever uh, or asked questions, he did not get straight answers. His attorney said, and since the film's success coincided with this, uh, with the start of his lucrative NFL career in 2009, or did not take the time to fully investigate the deal until after he retired in 2016, Strange said, or eventually hired a lawyer who helped him uncover the details surrounding the movie deal and his legal connection to the people he believed were his adoptive parents. His lawyer unearthed the conservatorship document in February. And Orr came to the painful realization that the two of these had not adopted him. Mike didn't grow up with a stable family life, Strange said. When the two of family told Mike they loved him and wanted to adopt him, it filled a void that had been with him his entire life. Discovering that he wasn't actually adopted devastated Mike and wounded him deeply. The petition met marks a sharp break in what had been an inspiring, if unsettlingly stereotypical, feel-good story. As the movie portrayed the story, the two of his adopted Orr, a poor, virtually homeless, and academically challenged black teenager, they made Orr part of a <laughs> You can't wait, dog. I tried. I tried. Made, oh, shit. They, they made Orr part of a functional family for the first time. They helped him catch up in school, taught him the basics of football how to harness his athleticism, putting him up the road to sports stardom. The truth, however, was more complicated. Orr certainly led a hard-knock life growing up, but he also had the smarts, the pluck, and plenty of help from the two of these and others to rise above his circumstances. Uh, Let me see... (laughs) They made him seem like he (laughs) he was a knuckle dragger in that movie. Yeah, this is the thing here, because like there's like in the movie, if I remember correctly, it was like he like, like, taught him sports in general. Yeah, it says, uh, it says his, it says okay, so Orr was one of twelve children born to his mother who struggled with drug addiction. Before his eleventh birthday, Orr was placed into foster care where he bounced around numerous homes and at times lived on the streets. Although he was a capable student, he attended eleven schools in nine years and repeated both the first and second grades, leaving him behind academically. His fortunes changed, however, after a friend's father, impressed with Orr's inner drive and focus, introduced him to the principal of a private Christian school in a, proper, in a prosperous Memphis neighborhood. Orr began attending the school in 10th grade, even as his home life remained chaotic. He was a sports prodigy, ex- excelling in track and field, basketball, and football, a game he had studied for years. This was all before the two A's. This is all before the two A's. Oh, man. John, this shit is crazy. Boy, Sandra Bullock sold that movie like she saved that black boy's life. Hey, now, hold on. Now, Sandra Bullock just read the script and said, this sounds like a good rule for me. Let's not do that to Sandra I'm just Bullock. saying, Sandra Bullock has been suspect for years, dog. No, yeah, let's not what do, do that. What are we talking about? We talked about this shit earlier, let's too, Let's not dog. do that to Sandra nah, Bullock. Nah, suspect as fuck, is too. Is her son part black? This shit adopted a kid. Okay. Yeah, she adopted a kid. Now, that was overcorrection because not long before that was the whole thing with that man she was with. Who they found out was a neo-Nazi mm. and Nazi paraphernalia and swore it was a joke, but they caught him wearing it. Still, just, just as big as the criminals. The rest. Of no, the no, 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 <laughs> yes, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's like saying that's like saying Leonardo DiCaprio is a criminal fool for Wall Street. 
I'm not talking about, and I'm not talking about like the, the the plot of the movie. I'm talking about how that movie was funded by a criminal operation. Oh, we should we should talk about that one day. That's that's yeah. a very interesting story. That's what that 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 former rapper, the rapper who were from the Fugees, got oh. caught up in that shit. Oh, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. That all that that some of that money funded uh, Wolf of Wall Street. The they had to give all the proceeds of that money to whomever they had stole the money from. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, like gave his check back for that movie. He didn't make no money off that movie. That sucks. Yeah, like, that was like one of his greatest, one of his greatest performances. Yeah. yeah, crazy, crazy how like that movie's about a criminal and then was funded by a criminal mm-hmm. enterprise. It's crazy. What do they call it? Irony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's this is crazy. There's more. Yeah, he says. Okay, so he began playing football for the new school in eleventh grade. Quickly established himself as one of the nation's top offensive linemen, and college scholarships uh, offers poured in from big time football programs across the country. But because of his unstable housing situation, or frequently stayed over at the homes of his classmates, including the Tuohys. So they make it seem like... Man, who the just, fuck was his classmate? See? See, it must be one of the kids. Because I think one of the kids in the movie... So they changed it up in the movie. But I think one of the kids went to school with him. I think it was the, ki- the girl went to school with him in the movie. But it okay. was like in the movie, they made it seem like they made they, they put him in her school. Like she was right. already going there. Yeah. And they adopted him and she started going yeah, to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seemed like in real life... The, the coach, see, that, cause that's what happens in real life. A coach or some shit like that see a kid like Michael Ward, like damn, he can he could he could bang, mm. he could do something. We'll turn him into something. Like don't worry about it. We'll pay the we'll pay the fee. I don't care if you ain't got your mom ain't got money, or whatever. We'll pay it because we know you're gonna be something. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they do that. But what happens is, so he goes, he starts staying over at friends' house, and one of them, I'm assuming, was the two of his kids, and that's how they meet him. And that's probably when they put the whole play in the in the motion. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it says because so. The petition says that the two of these forged a closer relationship with him once Orr's athletic, athletic prowess drew wide attention. They invited him to spend more nights at their spacious Memphis home and took him shopping. Eventually, they asked Orr to move in. They encouraged him to address them as mom and dad and said they planned to adopt him, the filing says. Orr was delighted with all that at the time, his lawyer said, and he fully trusted the two of these. They yeah, made all this shit up in the movie. I like that lady came down to the hood and saved that boy. And like she went up against the drug dealer and everything. Oh, yeah, they gave her like mad hero hero moments. Oh yeah, and that well, shit. all like, you know is white savior tropes all through that shit. Yeah. Uh, or went on to play college uh, football at the University of Mississippi. The two the two of his alma mater, alma mater, excuse me. Uh, he was a two time All American, a first round pick of the Baltimore Ravens in two thousand nine. So he was damn near almost already eighteen years old by the time he met these people. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. he was already pretty. Like, it, I think that was accurate in the movie in terms of like his age and everything. But they made it seem as like, like he was like he was down in life. They didn't know where he would have. He would have. He would have been. He would. He could have made it without them. Right. It's they like make it seem. It. They make it seem as if though, like he would have been a gangbanger shooting up. You know what I'm saying? In the middle of the street or some ah, shit like man, that. Bro, that sucks. Cause like, man, we talking about like we talking like over a decade of them. Uh, uh, benefiting off this man, oh, yeah, like and, t- and benefiting off this lie. Yeah, like twelve years or some shit like that. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. That's tragic. We're laughing because of how the we we are right, jokey jokes. Just because in the movie they made him seem like he was for real, like <laughs> like like you know <laughs> the, the son of the prisoner from the Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> like my man, they never they never seen a book in his life. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's what they made him seem like in the movie. But in reality, it was a completely different story. I never bro, that shit. I never had one. You never had your own room. I never had a bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Let's <laughs> I never had your room. I never had a I bed. I never had a bed. That's crazy, bro. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. This motherfucker had a bed. 
hope he, I hope he piped the two wins, of his bro. daughter. I hope he wins though. I hope he wins. I hope Justice is Sarah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fucking too. bullshit, dog. And what, you know what? Dare, what Daredevil said that movie? Huh? <laughs> what did Daredevil say in that movie the other day? What I it? hope I hope Justice finds this courtroom yeah. before Justice finds you. <laughs> before Justice finds you, and then like proceeded to like be the reason why that man died, bro. Hey, hey. And no one thought it was crazy. Not a soul it's, thought that shit was crazy, dog. <laughs> Nobody else thought it was crazy. Daredevil's cane turned into. Fucking Billy Club. Yeah, what was it? Yurik or, or whatever the Yurik, fuck is it? Yeah, yeah Yurik was like the only one that connected it. Like every time <laughs> Matt Murdock is in the courtroom, that person is either dead or fucking <laughs> beaten after death a day later. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? <laughs> but just nobody thinks about nah, like, nobody put that blind, shit together, though. He's a blind man. It couldn't be him. It's a blind man. Nah, that shit wild, though. With glasses on the cane with the exact accents of Daredevil. Like, <laughs> let's let's move on from this tragic ass shit and yeah, find something else. God bless Michael or hopefully you know he, he gets yeah, what he, he gets what he, yeah, gets payback. Yeah, Maybe not payback, but at least back pay. You know what I'm saying? Payback. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk. Let's uh, jump into video games for a second, man. Uh, L.A. Noir and uh, Max Payne. There's potential for sequels uh, coming there. So videos are video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, know, so L.A. Noir was made by um, what was like in conjunction with Rockstar. You know what I'm saying? But it was um. I forget who the original other studio was, but it was like they were all they were rock star titles, Magnum, Max Payne games. Yeah, I know Max Payne. I don't know Lenore, but and Max Payne was amazing. When was the fucking last time a Max Payne game came out? That's that's what I'm saying. It's been a long, long time. So what happened was let me let me pull it up here. It was at an earnings call with Rockstar, and they had um, they in their earnings call they had two posters up, and one of them was L.A. North, and the other one was Max Payne, and they were talking about how like essentially they I don't need to pull up the article. Essentially, they were talking about how like they you know. They want to focus more on some of their IPs. They haven't. They they kind of left left to the side and stuff like that. Mm. They haven't done sequels in so many years. They have such a huge library. And then when talking about things that they need to do more, they put up those two pictures. L.A. Noir, who people have been begging for a sequel for since it came out. I mean, such an amazing game it was way ahead of its time. And then the Max Payne series also, which is beloved. Okay. Personally, I'd be way more excited for L.A. Noir, mm. just uh, because they only have one game. And just, it was phenomenal. The story was phenomenal. And then you would have to do it a little bit differently. Obviously, we have a different time um, period. But it was, original game was in the 40s. You know, it's in or, um, it's it was, it was like, it was, a, it was a, similar to GTA, but you're playing a cop. You're playing as a cop. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're playing as a detective. And you work up the different levels of, like, being a detective first. You start off as, first you start as a beat cop. And then you move your way up to, uh, to uh, what is it, uh, traffic. Traffic uh, detective. And then you work homicide. And then drugs. And then. And then uh, finally, well, I won't spoil the game if you ever play the game with it because they have the remaster too. It's really good. Okay, really, really good. And it was, it was uh, the mocap, the mocap stuff that a lot of, that all the games do now. Yeah. The facial recognition. It was one of the earlier days of that. And I mean, because a big part of the game was like you have to do interrogations and mm. you have to like sit across the person. And some of the times you have to like look at their face and look for their facial cues to see if they were lying or not. And sometimes you, you have to make you know a decision based on that and like use your notebook and the clues that you had uh, accumulated throughout the case. To see if they were lying or not, and the motion capture was a huge, huge part of that. And it was way ahead of its time for like when it was out. Because so this came out on PS3, and the remaster was on PS4. Okay, but shit. Amazing, amazing game. And Max Payne, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't play the first two Max Payne's, but I, I, I played them in three, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I would have liked another one. Right. I haven't played. Not gonna lie to you, I haven't played none of the Max Payne's. I just know because I had cousins that would play it. You know what I mean? Right. That's the only reason why I know the title like that. Oh, and I saw that movie they did with Mark Wahlberg, and I heard that shit was trash. So I don't know. I did too. I, did. I never played the game, so I couldn't really base it off of any of the, yeah, the I stories. Heard, so. I heard it wasn't. It wasn't really like the games. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely definitely be open to either, <coughs> either one of those. 
And I, it's not something new. It was like a rumor. It was like a former Rockstar employee apparently leaked um, leaked uh, something about a potential for a Bully 2. For what? For Bully. Remember Bully 2? Remember, excuse me, remember Bully? Uh, actually, never, actually never got a chance to play it. Not sure. But no, it was like a, it was like a game where you play as this, it was like a rated M game where you play as this kid who goes to like this like boarding school or something like that. And he's like the bully, and like you have to like, oh, like, you know what I'm like you're like, okay, you're, you're okay. fucking like, it's, you do crazy shit to people, like flush them down the toilets and like right. staple their ears. And that, shit like that. that, yeah, that's how crazy. Like, parent groups, I remember parent groups were going crazy about that shit. Like, I remember, like, this was like, you know, in that time where like people were like, people were really blaming video games for like for all kinds you know, of shoot shit, ups yeah. and shit like that and everything. Like, you know, this was like, Grand Theft Auto was like really getting blamed for like every fucking thing. The bully came out, and it was like, it was like, this is like the peak of that. Like, that was like the peak <laughs> of like. This is an outrageous. I think that's why they never really tapped into it again. As crazy as like Grand Theft Auto is, as crazy as um, some of the other games they made it are, I just think that like a bit playing as a kid who's doing these like heinous things, I think that just that for them, I think they maybe thought it wasn't a good look, and that's why they didn't do it. Because I've heard right. there have been rumors throughout the years that they were actually developing it. And they stopped a few times. They just you know all this other type of shit. That's wild. Another game. I know Twitch is gonna be a hell of a fucking. Uh... Gonna have hella, hella, oh, like bully hella fire. Bully players come out, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. Yeah, another game that I think would be uh, cool that you get to see was not. I don't think it was. A, it wasn't Rockstar, but it's like similar to that, like that free roam, like you know, what I'm saying like big city, you know, lots okay. of car, car selection, so like that. Sleeping Dogs would be great for a sequel. Okay. It was like you play as an undercover cop in China and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That was amazing. The combat was way better than GTA. Um, um, and you remember True Crime? Uh, no. Oh my god! True crime was true crime was like the other side of GTA. It was like you play as a as a cop. The first one was True Crime in LA. I didn't really play that one. That was when you played. I think he was, was the Asian guy. You played as a, I was it a white guy. I can't remember. But you play as a, a detective in the first one. And like in the game, like you could like unlock a character. And the unlock character in the first game was Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. and then you could play as Snoop Dogg. That's funny. But in the second game, you you played as a black detective, which is like also like. Black protagonist, you know what I'm saying? That this is the early 2000s, and so mm-hmm. it wasn't like a, it wasn't really prevalent. And it was like a hip hop influenced game, so it was like he was like almost. I think he was almost kind of like based on Ice T from like Law and Order a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he was just really cool, like cop character. You know what I'm saying? You could like pick different like you know, suits or, or different like uh, clothes for him and stuff like that. And like you know, you you you. It was one of those games where it was like not exactly choice based, but you had like a meter, like you know what I'm saying? Like you. Blue blue points are like doing like stuff like within the bounds of being a cop, and then, but you can go like you know rough people up a little harder, or kill when you didn't need to, and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. but it was a really, really, really dope game. True Crime New York was like the best one. They should have. I don't know why we never got a remaster. I don't know why we never got another one. It just was like amazing, amazing game. And I don't know why we never got another one. So either with True Crime or L.A. Noir would be amazing. But L.A. Noir, I know Rockstar has like the the hold on that. So they, you know what? Um, it's back. You know, tell you remember Telltale. Oh, the Batman Telltales? Just, well, oh, Telltales. The idea of Telltales, yeah. Yeah, 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 they're back. Yeah? They're back. Yeah, Wolf Among Us 2 is coming. They did the first Wolf Among Us. I love mm-hmm. that game. I love Wolf Among Us. But they got two coming out. And I think they still have the uh, the license to, to make another Batman game. I think. I'm almost certain. Okay. So, yeah. I'd be excited for that, too. I'll be excited again when this world decides to drop another Arkham game. A real Arkham game. Batman just based. another good Batman game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be Arkham. Which is like just ah, I would. I really want it to be Arkham. Because Rocks, we know Rocksteady's not gonna like. Because we, we just need somebody like to copy that template. Like I, I, I know a lot of these studios are like, okay, because I feel like WB Games, uh, Montreal, who, who were like made a uh, uh, Gotham was it Gotham Knights? 
Because I thought I thought they were the studio that made Arkham Origins, and I was like, I thought I, that's why I thought the game was going to be good because I liked Arkham Origins. I'm like, Arkham Origins is really good. But who, they, okay, so if it wasn't them, who did Arkham Origins? I think they did. The okay. games okay. Montreal, they did do. Arkham I was about to say Origins. I could have swore it was them. Yeah, but, they, okay. they did Arkham Origins, and they wanted to do Gotham Knights because I remember Gotham Knights essentially was like Arkham Origins was supposed to get a sequel, and then like it just like a snowballed into it being it being Gotham Knights kind right. of. Right. But like. Arkham Origins, it's template wise, it's, it's it's literally like a reskinned Arkham City anyway. Mm. But like, you have the like the template, just like you know, what I'm saying, do your own thing. But like, keep the, the you know the the uh, counter attack moves, keep the grappling stuff. The mechanics keep the don't have to change. Yeah, the, the yeah. mechanics don't have to change yeah. too much. You know, what I'm saying, just add your own flair to it and everything. That you had a great great base. I just didn't understand why I change it up that much. Like, so I just feel like if another studio was to get some of these other ones. I just wouldn't want them to, like, change too much or feel like they have to... Like, if, it gets some, if another studio gets Batman, I don't want them to feel like they have to, like, change so much of, like, what worked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... Yeah. Still keep what worked. Yeah, because it, it wasn't just that it worked. It was, like, hella enjoyable to top it all off. You know what I mean? Like, <coughs> like the traversal for the Fargo Arkham series was fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, I Arkham, would be cool. Arkham City was the fucking shit. Yeah. It was the best. I would be cool with another Batman game, but I would also be cool with like another like just just a game like that. But if it was like another Vigilante, like I'd be cool with that. Like I don't know how much like obviously Batman's like the big name, you mm. know what I'm saying? But like you you could make like a cool ass, you know, Green Arrow game or something like that, or you could you could make a, a you know a, a crazy like detective style, slash like martial arts like question game or something. You could do you could do some stuff with like the vigilante characters, and like as long as you make the gameplay really like well thought out and everything, so like the gamers can enjoy it, but then also like the comic book heads can enjoy it. But yeah, yeah. but a Batman game, yeah, we definitely need something to get the the ick of Gotham Knights out of our fucking lives. Yeah, man. I mean, you guys got the. It, there's no reason why a PS3 game should still be hitting harder than like PS4, PS5 games. No, that's absolutely true. Like, there's no reason why. That's absolutely true. No reason why. Because literally every Arkham game hits harder than Gotham Knights. Everything. Every, every, every single one. Everything. Even, every single one. Even Arkham Knight. And I was like, you know, for a while there, my personal opinion, I'm pretty sure yours too, like yeah, the weakest out of the yeah, Arkham the, series. I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's the weakest out of the Arkham the series. The weakest out of all of them. Like it, like, it looked cool. It looked fun. But then when you actually played it, like, after you, know, you got through, like, the... It does look cool, but actually, it does look cool. I won't even argue that, but it... So, I prefer the simplification of, like, some of the, the, the designs from the previous games, because the whole thing with the Arkham series is, like, they did have these, like, overly, like... You know, mo- like some monstrous designs of certain characters, like you know, what I'm saying, like Scarecrow or Killer Croc, and that was like really cool. And then it was like, Arkham Knight was like, let's take that up to eleven. It's like, but it's it like, let's get Batman like a super crazy armor. Yeah, like, like it, it tried to, it tried to high tech futuristic everything. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I'm okay with that as long as I got skin options. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm, I'm cool with that as long as I got skin options. But then like because they knocked it up so technolo- like technology ways, they tried to like it almost some seemed like they was like trying to like. Uh, what do they say that like sleight of hand with a magician like look over here look over here and then they ripped away like cool boss fights yeah. you know what I mean and then they're yeah. like all technology so a lot of your boss fights is you fighting just a robot you know what I mean right. or yeah or, or like a tank Batmobile thing or you're in a Batmobile like, oh, a lot like yeah it was so lame we didn't have one good combat fight nah sure. even against fucking Jason Todd at the end was fucking wet that was terrible and, it, and I don't feel like we got enough of like like the big reveal of him being Jason Todd wasn't even that huge of a reveal and then it didn't feel like he got enough like he got enough for us to really feel for him as like a character I don't no, know it was just like it was just too fat like I, don't I also know, was... don't feel I'm sorry like this whole thing with like 
I always look to Scarecrow as like a B or C list villain. Right. Like, oh, he makes people scary. He's a great fear. It's like, it's cool, but like him as like a, to carry a game. Yeah, like, it was weird too. He's like, you know, this militia. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, you know. I think it would have made more sense if Jason Todd came through with like the League of Assassins. If or they were Slade. like, you know what I mean? Or even Slade as, the, yeah. Because like, yeah, like, right, yeah. they had Slade in there. He's just like, he's just in some tank. Which is like, you could have had it like where he comes back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you could have had Scarecrow in the game. Because, obviously, you had that thing where he finds, you know, the, the after-credit scene of uh, of Arkham uh, Asylum, where his mm. hand comes out the water and shit like that and grabs the uh, the Titan formula, which mm. they did nothing with that. Yeah. Like... It was just, like, that he survived was all yeah, that we like, got out of he that. floated on the Titan formula. They could have had it, like, where he's using the Titan formula and he's making, like, crazier gas and then they could have, like, they could have literally just made him, like, one of the side villains mm. and had, it, like, the, the Scarecrow missions be wilder because he's made a, a better gas. All right. You know what I'm saying? With the Titan formula. But instead, like, give him, like, this big villain spotlight. I just don't... He wasn't interested. He's never been that interesting of a He was a bitch in, like, the first two games. He was in the first one, too. He was in the first game. He was in the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there you go. He was a bitch in the first game. Like, he was such a, like, a... Yeah, like, a a fucking C villain. And all of a sudden, you try to, like... Yeah, you try to turn it up for a couple notches for him in the last... This is the villain that, like... This is the cause of Gordon. This is the night the Batman died. Like, oh, Scarecrow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scarecrow? Like, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even at the end of Arkham Origins, I don't. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Because I, I, this was pre before I even had, like, my own money to be buying DLCs and shit like that, right? Okay, so. In Batman Origins, at the very end, right? After the end credits, whatever, 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 mm-hmm. there's a scene where Deathstroke's, like, doing push ups and a man in the wall walks up to him, right? I yeah, that's I, I remember that's that's for sure in the game. Okay, and then she like invites him to Task Force X, Suicide Squad. Okay, I don't remember if they ever did anything after that, like a DLC or anything like that. Um, so like it kind of just employed. It was like, a DLC for Arkham Origins, but it had to do with Mister Freeze. Okay, so it had nothing to do with with yeah, with that Deathstroke. One, they had a couple. I think there was one where like League of Assassins, you play as Bruce Wayne, like training with like Lee, uh-huh. and then there's another one where it's like yeah, it's him in like a big suit fighting uh, Mister Freeze. It's, okay, you see, what I'm saying like you could have you could have had like the very last villain be some like maybe like. Maybe even like Suicide Squad, and they're using Jason Todd, like his anger, funding him yeah. for to take down Batman. It'd be that something bigger, dope. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, and then like it would have made it, you could have connected it back to Origins, right. you know what I mean? Task Force X is coming to Gotham to take down Batman, and they're yeah, or they're slowly but yeah, they're and then they're using led, Jason Todd as a distraction yeah. so they can do whatever they got to do. Right. You know what I mean? Led by this new Arkham Knight or something. Yeah, like that. there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that would have made the most fucking yeah. sense. Definitely could have done some other core yeah. shit with it. Yeah. I guess we can all agree, or at least me and you can agree that as bad as Arkham Knight was, it's not as bad it's as Gotham. Yeah, absolutely not. Really One thing I think else we can agree on too is like as much as we talk about Batman games and other, like I said, even other vigilante games, I would love them. First and foremost, we need a Superman game. Oh fuck yeah! Hell the fuck we, yeah! We, we need do. a Superman game, man. I'm tired of people saying it can't be done. A Superman game or a Flash game would be dope as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. I think I want Superman first. I think I w- I'm not saying I, w- I don't want a Flash game. I'm just saying right. I think out of the two, yeah. If I was out of the two, give me some man, because the flying's got to be fucking raw. You know what I mean? Like, have you you played DC Universe Online, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Absolutely. The flying mechanics on that super basic, but it's still really fucking fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even today, that shit holds up. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why they every time a new gen comes out, they still update the fucking game to go into the new gen too. That is true. You know what I mean? It's, people don't can't get over that. It's really fun. It's it's yeah. fucking fun. Flying is awesome. Yeah, and in the Superman, you get the you get the. the Run fast and fly. So yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I just would love a Superman game. Yeah. And I'm tired of people saying it can't be and, done. And if people are so afraid of, like, how can you, you know, because I've seen people talk about stuff, like, along the line of, like, how can you really enjoy Superman if in a, in a regular, like, you know, Metropolis setting? You know what I mean? He can't be super punched. People are like, 
cool. Bro, Maybe the game doesn't have to completely take place on Earth. You ever guys ever think of that? Math, like, you know what I mean? Thinking too hard about that. Like, okay, like for instance, like people be like, okay, well, Spider Man, if he punches you as hard as you can, he could kill you. And it's like, okay, but when I punch people in Spider Man on the game, it doesn't matter if I punch them off a building or what, they're not gonna die. They're not gonna. It's the same thing with Superman. Like if I, if I was in an old Superman game, he's fighting Ender Gang. I can doesn't matter. I don't have to like hold my punch or anything like that. I can just punch. So it's just like it's the same. It's an mm. automatic thing. We don't have to put too much. Like people be overthinking. That's all. Mm. It's one of those things where it's like adults are like overthinking or some kid shit. Where it's like we should just use. It's, this is for our imagination. Like mm. you know what I'm saying. Like Superman can automatically control like how much you know what I'm saying. Like he wants to punch somebody or whatever. Like and then also it's a video game. So we always had the thing in video games where like you have to level up. You know what I'm saying. All right. Like, we could have something at the beginning of the game. If it's a young Superman, easy, easy there. That's an easy fix. Bam. Mm. He's young Superman. Bam. There you go. He's young Superman. He got to level up his powers. In the beginning, he can, like, you know, he can get hurt by, like, you know, you know, like, smaller, where he kind of like, get, like, hurt by the machine gun fire, but, like, it wouldn't really, like, pierce his skin and leave, like, bruises or something like that. And then mm. you could, like, level up until, like, he's near instruct- indestructible and shit like that. Mm. Or you could have it where it's, like, in the beginning of the game, Something happens, you know what I'm saying? Like, they introduce you in the game to like a full power Superman, you get to use him. He stops some event and it knocks him down. Like, he maybe he does the supernova or something at the beginning of the game. Like, to I beat fuck a, to it, beat man. Go, go balls deep. Maybe he's got to stop some kind of invasion from Brainiac, Darkseid, Mongo, and his people or some shit. You know what I mean? Right. But like, I just, but like, I, it, it could be awesome to the point where like everybody he comes across, he's got to hit really hard. That'd be cool. I, I can agree you with you. You know that. what I mean? Like, but I just don't want the story to be so linear. I want it to be like kind of free roam. Yeah, and then like the have like the whole city, maybe part of like half the even small, but all like enwrapped in this huge invasion that's happening or whatever. But then, this could be like pre Justice League, so it's not like a whole lot of heroes can come together. Maybe to like bring the X trying to bottle the city or something. Like maybe that. there you go. But then like how do you do? You, I mean, I guess you could like you can yeah. find a way to fit like side activities into that. Mm-hmm. You know, how, like Spider Man's like free roam, and you have the side activity. I wanted to kind of be like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I don't want the city to be like. Because that's one of the things I didn't like about. But it made sense for Batman, where it was like every Batman game, where it was like it's like one crazy night in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want a Superman game to be like a Spider-Man game, where it's like, it shows, like, the city just, like, throughout the day, a normal mm-hmm. day, you can go to side missions, and the city would just, like, be normal. It's like, like, not the city in constant turmoil, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Arkham games. That's why there wasn't, like, a lot of NPCs walking around the Arkham games, because it's, like, it's supposed to be, like, everybody should be in the house, because some crazy shit going on, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, for a Superman game, I would love to, like, just like on Spider-Man, like, you can swing down and talk to the citizens. It'd be cool if you could, like, fly down a Superman game, like, waving people and shit, you know, kiss babies and shit. <laughs> you know, like Superman does. You know, so I just I think that'd be cool. But yeah, what do we have next? Oh, so talking about Superman. My business with Superman. Right. I fucking love that shit, man. Was that what, uh, episode eight now? Uh, seven. Seven was the last one I think I watched. Okay, yeah, the one where Mister What's his face, uh, Mister Pitalik. Yeah, yeah. I love this last episode. I, I love the one before that, and then you told you we were talking about it. I hadn't seen it yet. The one with uh, Manjamala and uh, and, and the, the brain. brain. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. You said, I, you said I would never guess what the fuck was going on there, and I did, definitely didn't see any, yeah. any of that coming. That was very wild, very strange. It was, it was wild, it was very especially cool. when you start to think too hard into it. It starts to get yeah, wild, you like, know what I mean? Okay. So, so the monkey was always the monkey, and you were human once, and you guys were in love. So you were in love before you became the brain. Yes. You want to... You want to run that one by us one more time? <laughs> no, they, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm just going to accept this. I'm not going to... need some explaining to you. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to need you to do some explaining real quick. Real quick. So, like... <laughs> and then it begs the question, how long have you been in love with the monkey? Was it before you gave it the mental prowess of a, of a superhuman? Or before? You know what I mean? Like, what's, uh, what's the deal there, bro? 
Yeah, no, it was awkward, right? It was it was a nice it was a nice was, episode was, though, but yeah, it was, it was just nice... like when you start to look into it, it's just like oh, oh the fuck up. <laughs> call, I need you to call Warner Brothers right now. We my need to go ahead and talk about whoever the fuck wrote this story. This was Superman supports BCLA. Yeah, yeah, like that's weird as fuck, dog. No, it was fun, but it was a nice story. No, it was, it yeah, definitely it didn't cool turn story. out how the fuck I thought it was going um, to. How they open up the black hole, and then it, I, lo- I love how like a side story like that can give you a deeper like a, a deeper look into like what's coming up in terms of, in terms of the backstory because mm. we got a lot of like information on Task Force X and this. Mm. And like, first of all, I love how in Task Force X, Task Force X is not. It doesn't seem like it's a Suicide Squad in this version. It seems like that's the that's the name of the general's entire like. Like, his, like, yeah, his own whole section or his, like, secret... His whole unit is still yeah, secret, secret black ops unit, like yeah. And, like, having Deathstroke in it and shit like that, I think it's cool. But then I see, like, in the end of that episode, after the black hole, you know, imploded or whatever, and they turned to the portal and they went through, we see General Lane come to where Monjer Miller uh, was, and he has the parasite with him. Mm-hmm. So we see, like, Task you know, Force Dr. X... Dr. Amazo or whatever. Right, right. So Task Force X is becoming... You know that form the of suicide criminal, squad, right? Yeah, yeah, suicide yeah. squad type of thing. So we're, I love the different like twists and turns and this shit. Like it's playing with canon, but it, like it has its anime influence. It's like anime influence, but it also has this like very Silver Age influence to it. Like it feels like those wacky Silver Age so- stories, like from the sixties or the seventies. Superman, mm-hmm. where like the cover would be like, so it would be like Jimmy, like it'd be, like Jimmy and Lois like walking up, and like Jimmy would be like. Oh my god, why is Superman eating a thousand hot dogs? And then you like open it up and it'd be like some crazy ass reason like why he had to eat a thousand <laughs> hot dogs or some shit like that. Like it would be shit like that. Like, you look up crazy like wacky Silver Age covers, it'd be like the stupidest shit. Like even for Batman. If, like uh like you know, like like you know, the Batman, like you know, like Robin dies at, at dawn or whatever, you know, that shit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it would be those types of things. Like I feel like these stories are like reminiscent of those times, but like with a modern twist. You know what I mean? It's like so we went to the the, the Mr. Mexic Pitalik episode. I, I love the design of Mixie Pitalik, very anime, you know what I'm saying, the anime little troll guy who always, you know, causes mischief and stuff like that, looked like that. I liked how, like, because I was, like, wondering if they were going to do, like, the backwards name thing, and they were going to have to trick him and do that whole thing. I liked that the power came from, like, his hat, because I was like, okay, with his hat, was still that was the one thing that still looked normal, was his hat. Right, yeah, and yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah. was cool, because it was like, well, Mixie Pitalik, you know what I'm saying, he's, I, I don't know if he's not, not a universal constant or whatever like that, but he's like... There's certain things about him that are, I guess would be the same or whatever. Across like the that. board, probably. Yeah, right. yeah. that's one. And, yeah, that was one of them. He right. called himself a dark chaos god. I was telling you, he might be. I think it because this this it's show has got a, a thing with combining characters, yeah, yeah. Uh, characters and shit. So I think he might might actually be like a dark chaos, like, like a like, lord of chaos. Yeah, like what? Like what the fuck was his name? Like um, the uh, witch boy. Yeah, like Clarion. Clarion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like something along that line, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like bluish, look elfish, yeah, yeah, little yeah. demon ears. And Even shit, when he put hair. the little top hat on, it became like yeah, a crown. third eye opened up and yeah, shit. Yeah, and then it like morphed after the hat. It morphed into like yeah. a crown and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he really. And he he got off on causing a shit ton of chaos. So like. And yeah, I think that was really cool. Also, like, and then you thought it was kind of like what the fuck, like the League of Lois and stuff. But even then, even that, <laughs> I, even that, I thought was like that's that goofy Silver Age shit. Like it's just like. Just one day, like mm-hmm. a League of Lois and show up, like, Lois, like now it's a League of Lois. But again, these are like Lois, as it seemed like. Also, I feel like there's going to be more plot with that. There has to be, because like they kept it, they said it, and then they said what they, they, they said certain things throughout that whole episode of like League of Lois. You don't know about Superman. I don't think this League of Lois is, is the main League of Lois. That's my. Oh, you think they may be like a sub branch of them or some shit? I like think, maybe the ones that are sitting here, like fighting against Superman. I think the League of Lois is went rogue. Okay, because something has to be, yeah, because like what that is, that's implying that Prime Lois. And all the other Loises we saw, and then even some of the hologram Loises, if we take what they said, like, at face value, right? Right. Like, it just implies that every single one of the Supermans went bad at some point. 
You know what I mean? Because like, why? Why would you? Well, be they part anticipate. Of this? They anticipate it. Yeah, or the, or they stopped them from something. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. like you you saw it. Like, but David Lewis wasn't there, and that's why I said. I think yeah, but she wrong. but she started the thing. So like, you see what I'm saying? She so started, like, if yeah. we take what they say at face value and they never come back there, that's what we're left with right. thinking. Like every single one of the Supermen were back. But look, look, orange. You know what I mean? Homie with the orange hair and Naruto, he started the Katsuki. Look what that turned into. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. But I'm saying like, if they don't come back to this, then that's what we're left with assuming is that. Every single one of those Supermans went bad. Not necessarily. Like, not necessarily. If they don't ever come back to this storyline, absolutely. No, they didn't we're, show, we're all, the, they didn't show that... all the Lois's. Like, they, were, they had a haul of, like, the best Lois's ever. And then the, the, the Lois's on the ship, they seemed like they all came from a world where, like, Clark went bad. But it didn't necessarily say that all oh, the Clarks went bad. They had the Superman file. It was Superman file X. And I think that But one... they were literally saying that the League of Lois's go out there to fight against Supermans and Clark Kent's because they don't under... Cause... That's that's literally what they said. That that's what well, the legal lawyers said. That's what all they do. I thought she said they they, they, they like correct things throughout the multiverse. No, that they their literally whole sole purpose was to fight against Superman's Superman's that went bad. Superman's because they they judged Little Lois for not knowing Superman at all. They were like, you don't know him. Trust me, you don't. This is what they usually all turn into. Mm. And so that that's what it, that's what I'm saying. That's what it left left us in like believing that the League of Loises are literally just meant to fight against Superman's. So if they don't ever come back to it, that's what we're left with. But I don't know, because then they were chasing Mixie Pitalate, too. Yeah. Yeah, another universal fucking threat, I guess. But, yeah. I mean, at the same time, his whole thing was, like, chaos. So they they immediately saw Clark and assumed he was working with him. Well, we'll see them. You see what I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll they see them. They have to. They have to bring it back. They left too I, much I unanswered love, there. Yeah, yeah, They left I, way I, too much I love this. I mean, they already picked up for season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the scene where he, like, Mixie Pitalate turns Clark into a different animated Superman. Yeah, like, that turns was him into cool. a Superman animated series. I think it was Super Friends Superman. Uh-huh. And then it was uh, Flash or Superman. Yeah, that was dope. And then, but then the scene at the very end, it made it seem like, like Mr. Pitalik knew about like all the Supermans going bad already. You know what I mean? He had already like, you know what I mean? They they made it seem throughout the whole episode he was completely aware of what well, the League of Loses were doing. And I think the implication is too that this universe in particular is one where it could happen. I guess because I mean, it seems like Kryptonians already have like a bad relationship with Earth in mm. this version. Whatever happened on what is it, Black Zero Day or whatever the fuck they call it. Like, it seems like, you know, maybe the Kryptonians maybe already brought a war or something like that to mm. Earth. And I think that's why, like, it's going to lead, excuse me, to, like, all these big revelations about her Clark and, like, you know what I'm saying, her connection to, you know, his connection to her father and stuff like that. And I think Mixie Pitlick already knows. And that's why he was like, that's why he was like, you're going to have to find out, you know what I'm saying, what all this means and everything like that. But we'll have to see. We'll see how it goes. It has, like, what, three episodes left? Is it 10 episodes? Yeah, 10 episodes it's season. so crazy how good this show turned out, though. And we were worried. About this show, I think we thought that we thought, looked at this show because I remember the first promotional picture comes out. And it wasn't even Clark as Superman. It was just like him looking goofy with Lois and because it's my adventures with fucking uh with what was it? My adventures with Superman. With we Superman. thought yeah, we so, thought it was gonna be more focused on Jimmy and Lois. Yeah, and like the fucking journalist aspect. Ain't nobody want to see that fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're gonna see Superman kicks some ass. You and know we've, we've got and we've gotten that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, and, what scares me is though is like with that being said, because sometimes the universe works in mysterious ways. I really, and I don't want to jinx it. Let me knock on wood. Like, I don't want to jinx it, but, like, it would really suck if this turned out good and then Batman Cape Crusader turned out bad because we just assumed that it was going to be good. Right. That would really, really suck. Yeah. But sometimes I have, but I just hope it doesn't happen. I don't know what made me think. I thought that earlier today. I don't know why, but I was just like, that would suck. No, but I, I expect good things from yeah. it. I yeah. hope so. I mean, it'll be the first Batman series I've had since what? Brave and <laughs> We had something after Brave yeah, beware. We have beware. Ah, we were. Ah, I didn't see that shit. You didn't like beware? I didn't. Not I didn't like it. I just didn't see it. 
Oh, you should check it out. It's HBO Max. I didn't. There wasn't a whole. I didn't know a whole lot of people that really were hyped to get really into it. it. You know, I loved it. It's it's definitely yeah. it's its own. It's kind of like my vision of Superman. How it's like you know what? What threw me off the animation style? I'm not a fan of that 3D animation, 3D animation. style. Yeah, that shit is it's, it's wonky looking for me, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta like what I'm looking at. You know? Like, yeah, it is a little wonky, but like it was the first animated series to have like the all black suit, kind of like the movies. Mm. And I was like, okay, that I was just happy about it because I was like, okay, well, that's cool. Because I, I was like, I want the movies to adapt the black and gray suit. Mm. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Maybe we'll get the black and gray suit in the movies because they're doing the reverse here. Mm. And I thought it was, it was a pretty cool series. They were setting up, like, long-term. Because they only rent one season, but it's, like, it's one season split into two parts. It's 13 episodes, and then it's another 13 episodes. Mm. And you get a kind of complete story in that 26 episodes. But it was setting up for, like, a big Batman. Like, their own version of Batman and the Outsiders and shit. Its own version. Okay. It was going to have, like, a like a heroic version of Man-Bat. And, like, they had Metamorpho in there. Katana. Katana's a main character. Katana is, like... I don't really want to say it like this, but she's kind of like the Robin of this series. Not like, not like she's like his sidekick, like she's like his partner. But she like she gets hired as Bruce Wayne's like bodyguard mm-hmm. and whatever. But like really, he's like training her to see if like she's going to if, he, if she can join him as Batman. Because Alfred, Alfred, they really dive deep into like the Alfred is the MI6 agent mm-hmm. like in this version. Like he's he doesn't even look like like a butler in in uh, Beware the Batman. Like he looks like this big ass MI6 agent. Like, like, right. like, like, and like he gets hurt, like or something, like because he 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 pretends to be Bruce, just a bodyguard. This version, not his butler anyway, mm. but he's like bodyguard slash butler. And then like they 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 bring her into the fold and shit like that. And then later on, they add other characters. But they also have different like Beware did was like was very interesting. They decided to not um to not do any of like the big rogues gallery, like the ones you know. So no Joker, no Two Face, no Penguin. No, no, that they started off like the first episode was like Professor Pig and Toad, but of course now, of course now you can't, you can't now. now you know, Professor Pig is like the Dollatrons and all. They had to cut that out. They had to cut that out, so they had to do it in a way that was like for an animated series. Okay, I was about to say they went real deep into that shit. Yeah, they turned them into like eco terrorists. Ah, oh, that was stupid. Okay, but it was still it was pretty cool. It was still pretty cool in terms of like the, you know the action. He still uses you know chainsaw and shit like that, or right. you know cut, uh, surgeon saw and shit like mm. that. Anarchy was a, a was a villain, and they had their own version of Anarchy. Um, who else is in there? That's, that's, that's a recurring villain. Uh, damn it! They had a couple. They had a couple good, like recur. But it was like the lesser. It was based on like the, the lesser known Batman mm. villains. Magpie. They had like a lot of you know what I'm saying. A lot of lesser known villains. They did do like Conan. Is, is it no no no? They had new Conan, but they had as it did go on, they did get into. Uh, and shit. That was a huge plot. That was a huge plot. Like, yeah, it was a huge plot point. But it was pretty good. I love that series. Right. I love that series. It's. I don't think there was a bad Batman series animated. To be honest with you. Now I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch. I'm not old enough for. Adam West had an animated Batman series where he voiced Batman in the seventies. Like it was like after. Uh, or maybe it was before Super Friends, but it was in that era because he and then he went on to do some of Super Friends too, Adam West. But um, it was like New Adventures of Batman or something like that. I didn't watch all that, so I, I can't really speak to that. But I'm sure it fit for the time and stuff right. like that. Okay, so our era of animation from from the animated yeah. series '92 to now, we yeah. I don't think we had a bad Batman series. I couldn't think of one. Okay, all right. And then there's hope for what the fuck we're about to get from uh, that's true. The new one. That's true. That's yeah. true. There's hope for, for yeah, the there's hope, there's for sure. For sure. Let's talk about this shit. The WandaVision. You heard about this background actors and all that shit? I, I, saw, I saw it. I didn't actually get a chance to read into it. Though, so, so apparently, 
like the uh, some some one of his background actors were uh, so not, nobody in the main cast. Then, nobody in the main cast. Okay. Nobody in the main. Back, one of his background actors were asked to they were asked to be uh, scanned in various positions doing various things. And they weren't told why, and you know yada yada. And apparently this this is happening during the making of WandaVision. This is a couple years back. So we're just now talking about like you know the dangers of AI and the dangers of people. So they've know, been prepping this. They've sure. been prepping this oh. shit for a while now. Because and that's that's usually how it is. Usually by the time we find out about it, these companies and stuff they've already been planning. Right. You know what I'm saying for stuff like this. So like, imagine like you know being a background actor who you only get paid for like a, a couple of days work and shit like that. And like hey, before you go, we're gonna scan you. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. They they Michael Orr them. <laughs> they did the little Michael Orr on them. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. Sign the paper. You know we just taking a picture. <laughs> now you now you're in every Marvel movie that comes out for eternity. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But I'm glad these people are coming out and speaking out on these things because it's like that's fucking wild, dog. That it's, is wild. It's just, it's getting scarier and scarier out here, dog. It is. It's getting scarier, fuck, man. It very much is. It fucking sucks. I won't get into. That. I was gonna read the article. I don't need to read the article about that. But uh, uh let, let's just jump Can't into give it too much life. Yeah, let's jump into the uh, the last Ronin announcement trailer. We watched that. Uh, mm. They didn't show much. It was based uh, off of the, just you know, the, like a, the title, right? You know, last Ronin, right? They, right? Based off the comic, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. Last Ronin, and it just you know, it didn't show much. To be honest, nah, just, just, the shit, title, just the in like the robotic villains and some and some yeah. concept art of them yeah. fighting and fighting the villains and stuff like that. Um, I, I they've made by a, a THQ Nordic or whatever, mm. or produced by them, and they were buying destroy all humans and everything. A lot of people were getting excited about that. I don't know. I, I didn't play those games. We looked at little gameplay. I don't know because I, I don't know how that would fit into. Yeah, you know I mean, like that wasn't I, when they announced that. Is it's not that great of an example for us to picture what the fuck the game. Then again, looks like, Doug. right, right. Because like TMNT is literally in like a fucking city. Right. That was what we saw was literally right. in the field, and it was a tiny who alien. Who made um? Who 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 made uh? Ratchet and Clank and all that was it Insomniac? I have no idea. Insom before they got into Spider Man, Insomniac was doing one of PlayStation's big. Okay. Products before that, but it wasn't like Spider Man. Like, so when I heard mm-hmm. Insomniac, I wasn't necessarily like, okay, Spider Man, but you know what I'm saying? So, I'm hoping there's something like that where it's like, okay, oh, they, they like they, surprise the fuck out of us, right, right? Okay, okay, we expect like literally nothing to zero, and then like, right, and then it's like, oh, holy, holy shit, shit one of the best mean, fucking things ever, right? right. Okay, they like, didn't obviously, you know, to keep within the line of the story and to keep the mystery of the story, they didn't reveal who the turtle is, um, that is the last runner. Now, I have my theories about the game. Uh, I said you said you didn't like. You said you want to keep it to the story of the the, the book. Yeah. You want yeah. to stay. Spoiler stay alert for whatever. I mean, the story has already came out, but just in case anybody ever wants to go read right. the actual skip, comic, skip spoiler two alert. minutes unless you're skip a it's couple your last chance. Yeah. Okay. So, and going now. Yeah. So it obviously, if you read it, you know, or if you've looked into it, you know, Michelangelo is the last, the last. He's, game, the, right? he's the last one. And throughout the series, he uses everybody's weapons, and he uses right. it pretty, pretty master, masterfully. You know what I mean? Right. 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 So that's why I, I would be cool if the story stayed. Like that, it's Michelangelo, but then like you know, because he he wears all black in the shit, right? right? Even his headband thing, all black. Okay, he doesn't wear no colors. Right. The only colors you see are on his actual weapons representing his brothers. Right. right? Remember in the original, in the original comic was they all wore red. Right, right, right. Yeah. So and eventually they, yeah, well, you know, canon, canonized now. Everybody's got their own fucking color. Right, right, right. right. So like he goes all black, you know, and not like it's like a mourning outfit, right? So I think if they're gonna stick to the story or at least like a, a version of the story, I think they should stick with Michelangelo. I think it hits more a little. I think it hits more story with. Okay, let me tell you why I think that. Why I think that you could, what you could do with this, is you can make everybody happy. So, imagine if like, so if it is just Michelangelo, I get definitely hear people saying like, 
damn, okay, what's the... Because people are not familiar with the comic book story, right? But they love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So mm. they see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last one, and they're like, damn, it would have been cool to at least at one level play as one of the, the other turtles or whatever, whatever. I feel like if you make it optional which turtle is the one that survives, then you give people that option of playing as all the turtles. Then it, you could also get, like... You know how in Ghost of Tsushima, you have, like, the, uh, the weapon stances? Mm. Like, maybe... Okay, like you start like say for instance like you play the game you do the the, the prologue or whatever and you have to choose whichever because uh, then spoiler alert again who uh, it's in the, the story of Michelangelo like helps some like citizens get away or something like that and that's how he ends up ends up surviving or something like that in the game let's say in the prologue you choose whichever turtle does that and that's the turtle that survives now because of whoever survived that's the stance or fighting style that you start off with not like you said Michelangelo who learns all the fighting styles. But not in the game, you're, it's going to have something where you have to unlock this and you have to get better at each style and stuff like that, right? Imagine you start off with the Psy, you know what I'm saying, if you're Raphael, and you got to learn all the other ones. But kind of like how Aang, you know, in Avatar started off, he was the best in the era, but he had to learn everything. It could be kind of like that. Like, you start off with one weapon, and you have to learn all the other ones. But no matter what, whoever is the last Ronin has to learn all four. But, like, you know what I'm saying, you'd be able to be more proficient with the one of the assigned turtle. And then, like, within the story... Um, they could, now, I, I hate to bring up Gotham Knights in a positive way, but one cool thing that they did was in the story was, like, you, the story was played a, little, a bit differently depending on, like, which character you were using. So if you were using Robin, it, you could play the one mission with Robin, and it would play the cutscene, and the dialogue would be, you know, designed for Robin. And then you could do that mission, the same mission, and it would be, like, a similar cutscene, but it would be with Nightwing, different dialogue and shit like that. So I think you could do that with the four turtles in there where you could have, like, different types of cousins. Now, do they want to put that kind of work into it? If, have they put that kind of work into it? I don't know. But I just think that would be cool to give people that option to, like, choose. You can still do that, but still stick true true to Michelangelo. You can literally start off and have, like, a skill point and be like, which weapon, which secondary weapon do you wish to choose? And then boom, boom, boom. Now you can choose and now... No, you can absolutely still do that. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't... The story's really good. So, like, if it's going to be a story mode-based game, you know what I mean? I would hate to see it deviate too far off because if you do choose, let's say somebody's favorite character is Donatello, right? right? In the actual story, Donatello was on a different mission with Master Splinter, and it, it meant and it, it, it to take him out of there. And now you throw Michelangelo over there or Leonardo over there, depending on who the fuck you choose. You know what I mean? It, it just takes away too much from the story. That's if they're going. That depends fully on how much they're going to reference the actual. Right. That's what I'm saying. I haven't read the book. I'd be completely I read it, honest. and I, I love the way that shit was. That shit was awesome, okay. and it, it wasn't necessarily just citizens. He was helping get away. Just, just for an FYI, it was more like they I saw were, a get, panels, they were getting ready to like try to like fight against the foot clan, the, right. the foot clan or whatever, and they got like ambushed, and so he was helping the people that were going to help him fight, try to get it as many people away as possible because they got ambushed while they were trying to prepare for war. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a game, so they're gonna put their own twist on it. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, it all. I guess it all depends on what the source. If they're gonna, you know, I mean, if they're just gonna chop it up and basically turn it into their own thing and keep just the basics, do whatever the fuck you want. But if you're gonna really like keep to the source material, I think, my opinion, I think you should stick with Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. I think it hits more, especially since he was like, I think the youngest, but he was definitely the goofiest and didn't take everything as serious. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And now he's the one mourning his brothers. I think, I think that hits. Like emotionally you right. know, for the story, I think that hits the most. Okay, I agree with you there. Yeah. No, 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 okay, I agree and then, with you there. and then in the story, I, I guess sort of a spoiler alert. In the actual story, of the comics, right? He he's being talked down to by like the Spirit ghosts of his brothers. brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you know what I mean. It would hit more that way because he's the youngest and the goofiest, and they've always had something to say about him. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now, if you put Leonardo in that position, 
he was always like you know de facto the leader of that that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Almost always was the guy that's giving the instructions, the strategies, or whatever. You know that's what I mean? True, but the leader sometimes yeah. need counsel too. Yeah, but it, it just doesn't hit the same. If like you know what I mean, the whole like little brother thing. You know, you have to change those cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So it would, the dialogue would have to be different depending on everybody you choose too. You I know? just think it. I think I think the character selection thing also. Would oh, be. another thing. So I completely just I said Donatello thing, but Raphael's entire his thing that he did on his own, right? Right. That hit like a motherfucker. So to switch that out with somebody else. It wouldn't be the same. Right. Not even, not even close. Like the way he, the way he went out, it was definitely to his character. That was unique for him, and I don't think any other turtle would go out the way he went out. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely to him. So like to put a different turtle there, kind of like, again, it, that all my 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 logic only depo- like depends on how close to the source material they get. Okay. You know what I mean? So they get real closer. If they try to get as PG thirteen close as they can, I think stick to Michelangelo. My opinion, but you know. Definitely got to give us all the weapons, though. You can't, you yeah, can't yeah, be holding out. Can't be holding yeah, Absolutely, absolutely. And it's got to be, like, interchangeable. Like, on some Ghost of Tsushima shit or, yeah. like, a fucking, like, Assassin's Creed. You yeah, know what I mean? You can just hit the left padlock real quick and poop boom, boom, different yeah, one. Boom, absolutely. Different one. For sure, for sure. For sure. I need to go ahead and read that. Oh, that's great. It's a really good one. It's a really good one. They even talk about the mutations and stuff like that in that one. Like, like how, how, they, how they became the turtles and shit? Uh, more like the mutation never ended. Like, Michelangelo was bigger and literally stronger and faster and shit than he was, like, some years prior to that. That the mutation that was in their genetics never stopped. But the other turtles, you know, didn't get to live long enough to actually see it continue to grow. So Michelangelo was, like, maybe a foot taller than he was when everybody died. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and then, like, he at the very beginning, when he jumps, like, he flies out of a building because he's fighting his way up, like, like Bruce Lee style, up a tower and shit. When he falls out, he thinks he's going to die. He lands and survives, and he's just like, that would have killed me a couple years ago. He's like, that's just proof that the mutation in our blood never ended. The mutation was continuous. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And, which, by the way, not going to ruin it, that, the whole, that dialogue there, that part, leaks into something that happens on later in the later story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Excited for it. Very excited for it. I need to read that. Yeah. Okay. Highly Ready? recommend it. Now, speaking of comics, we, this actually was like announced like a few weeks ago, but I forgot. To, yeah, I kept yeah. forgetting to put it in the list. I thought I was like, this needs to, we need to talk about this. They're doing Justice League versus Godzilla, which I think would have been enough on its own. But they're, <laughs> they're doing Justice mm-hmm. League versus Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, this, is some, like, this is some like... I'm sitting there, I'm in the kid, I'm playing with all my toys type shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, Superman versus <laughs> yeah. Godzilla. You, you know what, throw Kong in there. Yeah, Superman beat his ass You don't too. have any more DC villains, so you're like, man, fuck that shit. Grab King Kong. Yeah, We're yeah. about to do Kong. something real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, crossover. It's some shit you can only do as a kid in your bathtub. Like, yeah. this is the only shit that you yeah. can do. Like, oh, in your living room. Like, yeah, like... <laughs> like, this, this is that shit. Like, this is that shit. And it's, it's just fun. I, I love shit like this. So, Justice League uh, versus Godzilla versus uh, Kong team teases the epic scale of new comic crossover. DC Comics publisher Jim Lee, legendary comics publisher uh, Robert Napton, and writer Brian Buccalato exclusively tell EW about their plans. Superheroes of the Justice League have faced many massive threats in their time, but they're about to uh, face their biggest enemy. Literally, DC Comics and Legendary Comics kicked off this year's San Diego Comic Con on Thursday by announcing... This new crossover. It's a miniseries. Um, T 
kidding, DC's Pantheon Heroes against the iconic inhabitants of the Monsterverse. You think it could be other ones in there too? Like secretly? Like, like kind of like Skull Island type shit? I, I hope so. That would be cool. Yeah, because there's, there's got to be something at the end that has them all working together toward a common goal, right? I mean, that's right, usually right. how the fuck it goes. They did, you know what I mean? They did the Justice League versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Justice League versus Power Rangers, Justice League versus fucking the He-Man, you know, the He-Man I, universe I, and shit. I, oh, I need to read that Power Rangers one. Yeah, I heard that heard it came out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. but you see what I'm saying? Like ultimately, they all always come back at the end, and they combine together to fight the common foe. So I mean, we know that Godzilla and King Kong aren't the worst monsters in the MonsterVerse. So there's clearly got to be some villain that they fight together. But yeah, this is kind of like it's it's a bunch of different quotes in different interview. But I'm just gonna jump to like some of the stuff they talked about, and it's mm. like like I said, they wanted to have like uh you know a lot of like the the scale of the movies in terms of like Godzilla, like mm. you know just like you know, him being so massive and everything, you know not a building and stuff like that so they were like you know how they do that with the size of the heroes and everything and they got Batman the fuck excuse me they got Batman the fucking mech suit and everything that shit looks <laughs> that shit looks so fucking cool Batman fighting Godzilla in a mech suit this is the shit we fucking like you know what I'm saying we this, is, this is just like uh, Batman bingo at this point is it gonna be Batman kicking the Hulk in the stomach and defeating him or is it gonna be Batman in a mech suit fighting Godzilla hey hey, hey. <laughs> whatever when comes he, up when next. he kicked Hulk in the stomach Hulk was not who he was now like he nah. wasn't like World Breaker and all that shit. He was still just happened. Like, no, definitely, definitely. Still oh, happened. definitely still happened. It happened today too. It happened today. Bat- only Batman can fall through space in a cloth suit and live. Yep. Still <laughs> happened. Still happened. Yes. Hey, and you know what? If you read that, you would know he fell at a specific angle mathematically right. so he could survive right. that fall. I and he put his underwear on his face. Yeah. Whatever. Stop the face from burning. At least the fucking underwear is good for something. You're right. right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Literally. And he fell and no broken bones. He stood up and he was fine. Yep. Because he's Batman. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> he's Batman. That's all the explanation we need. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm definitely definitely. So I, I wonder, are they going to just like act like this? These two worlds have always existed together, or are they going to do this whole like you know? They uh, could some cracking reality. They could do. You know what I mean, Hollow Earth. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't think it's Earth One. Like I don't think it's like Earth Prime. Uh, like, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not. But I want to know how they're going to figure like these two different like entities. You know, just DC and the monsters exist together. You know what I mean? You just, you just do it, just kind of ignore it. Kind of, kind of like back in the day when they did like the uh, super, like the very first Marvel uh, DC crossover yeah. with Spider-Man and Superman, which is like all of a sudden like Metropolis and, D- and Super Metropolis yeah, and but, I mean, both exist in the same world and like Superman and Spider-Man have all this money about each other. They're not going to do it like that. They can, there's no way. Cause they're, they're, it's, cause I don't know. It did happen. I don't think they're going to do it that way for this because there's, there's no way. How do you figure that? Like you're telling me Godzilla... Has been out here fighting Titans all day and something oh, never once popped uh, up. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Okay, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. not like that, not like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder how they're gonna like, you know, put how are these two these two worlds meeting? Like, what's right, what's right. going on here? Maybe you know it's something like similar to what's happened with Kong and 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 Godzilla in that one. Something's causing them to fight, and the Justice League kind of like responds to them fighting. Yeah, but how, how do those two worlds meet? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I want to know. Like, you can tell me like maybe the maybe the Gamma Breath thing does motherfucker be shooting out split reality or something. Open up a world of uh, a pool into I like saw, the multiverse. I saw some or previews. I saw some previews. It literally showed like Clark and Lois like eating or something like that, and then like the the, the, the city started to rumble. Or something oh, something so like it's supposed to be like Kong and Godzilla's first ever appearance type shit. Then is that what they're going for? Maybe so. Okay, okay. If they do it like that, then that could work. That could work. Like the Titans have always been dormant. But, yeah, you know, and then they just woke up. Maybe Superman farted too hard one time, shut the world, <laughs> woke everybody up. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm definitely that could work. Okay, yeah, y'all, for what? Fuck yeah. for, for Batman and the Mech. I never got to finish that Justice League versus the Power, the Power Rangers one, uh, just because I couldn't find a reliable site. But I watched, I read that whole Justice League and the He Man thing. That shit was cool. That shit was cool. They yeah. did like a whole lot of like. I always like I always thought like DC characters work really well in like different different 
crazy universes. That, yeah, like, and they're usually just, written pretty well too. I mean, the art styles usually hit like a motherfucker. I would love for them. And I know they got that RWBY thing coming out, but I would love for it, them. Oh, to, it's, it's I saw, it's I saw, I saw yeah, the yeah. I saw the trailer for that. Not, or I saw a sneak peek of it. I'm not huge on that. Not no. huge on it, but didn't look bad. I don't. It's not my type of animation. I can't. I can't stand it. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah, yeah I can't really stick with uh, that. That's not my vibe. Sorry. I mean, right, right, right. I don't know if it's bad. I'm not saying the quality is bad. Just the quality of animation to me is not my cup of tea. Right, right, right. I don't want to sit here and call it trash. Turns out it's like the best fucking project ever. In the <laughs> I just think Justly would go good with some anime. So like it would yeah. go good. But go good. Oh, I mean, too. I just wouldn't have chosen this anime style. You know what I mean? I would have chosen something slightly different than this. Right. You know? Could so. you imagine? Like, that sounds fucking crazy. But like, just I mean, just I mean. Batman and Justice League and Godzilla sounds crazy and Kong, right. but like imagine Justice League. I mean, imagine Batman and Dragon Ball. Like imagine Batman and Dragon. Like imagine Batman gets transported to the Dragon Ball universe with the physics of the Dragon Ball universe. Damn, Batman! I would have chose like Superman or something. That would have made a little more but, sense. But hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out. Imagine with teach little Goku moral compass instead of him just killing everybody. No, no, no. Like imagine, like no, but Goku also has this like no. Goku only kills unless it's like absolutely necessary. Because Goku has this thing where he has that Master Roshi philosophy, like he he would like the enemy to even like come back stronger and face right. it. It's like it's all about the next challenge for Goku. Like, so it would be cool if like not not like not Goku now because it could be like an out of continuity story. You mm. know what I'm saying? So you could have it where, and they've introduced multiple universes in Dragon Ball, so even that works. Like you could have in that Dragon Ball era, you know, before you get to Super Saiyan and all that mm. other type of stuff. And that's Batman, this world-class martial arts, appear in this world and now, like, be affected by the physics of this world. You put Batman in the hyperbolic time chamber, this motherfucker come out, come out high and this shit. <laughs> Woo! That shit would be fire, I mean, Batman. Like, well, he's, got, oh, he's got, like, this ultra-instinct thing that no one had, no one in this world has heard of just yet. Just <laughs> dunking and dodging and everything and nobody even knows how. But to his scaling, right? You know right, what I mean? Right, so right. not, like, teleporting, but slightly moving out the way for everything. You know like, I mean? That would be fire. Like, you've got Batman, like, using the skills of the Z-Fighters and shit like that. Like, that would be cool. <laughs> That would be. It'd be an, I'd have to be an altered suit. I don't think I want to see him in his regular fit the whole the whole time in that world. You know Man, I mean? Batman yeah. and Naruto would be, yeah. be cool too. That'd be right. That'd, the whole Shinobi thing. They, yes. they would have to dial Naruto back to like Shinobi stealth roots for that. It I would think. be like you know how like that the Shippuden movies they were like out of continuity. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. would be like like a certain uh, eras of the, a certain times. Like, okay, this is before he got Winchuric yeah. and all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, do yeah. that. Back let's, when they were still sneaking around and right, shit right, and substitution right, jutsu and stuff. Right, right, right. And you got you got this motherfucker popping into like an out, out of continuity like story. Of like Naruto going fucking full on golden mode, like. Ah, but let you know? let Batman already be able to do like certain shit. Like he can't use <laughs> jutsu, but it's, but like the way he moves, like let him already move like. Like it ninja. turns out his chakra that's having him jump high, kick right, hard, right, fly, like, yeah, like, like, like he mean? already can like like yeah. tie jutsu like a motherfucker. Like he's tied jutsu with Rock Lee and shit. Like it has me fire. Hey, hey call us, man. What's up, man? What's up, Kishimoto? Fuck with the kid. You know it. You know it's level on this side. What's a fucking genius? Oh man, that's. That shit would be so fire. That shit would be fire as fuck. Speaking of uh, Batman, though, I man. think a Justice League in the Star Wars era would be kind of cool. Justice League in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. They did? No, no, no. That was Green Lantern and Star Trek. They did. Oh, okay. But, oh, man. That would be dope. Yeah, I think Star Wars would be pretty cool. Star Wars would be cool with these. And then, and then maybe, like, if the power scaling is like this, right? Because, you know, the Force is the Force, but, like, Green Lantern Thor or the Green Lantern Thor, right? Right. Bring it like this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, instead of, like, having them, like, either DC completely depowered. Maybe bring them like almost on equal footing. Yeah, so like maybe like if Superman went to go like world shatter punch Death Star, Darth Vader was able to like hold it with the force, couldn't the motherfucker couldn't punch past it or some shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I like scale it on a way where like you make Darth Vader if that's what you're you know if 
in this hypothetical, that's what you'd have to make Darth Vader on some like Force Unleashed type shit. Okay, shit, you know what I mean? But then, you know, meeting Superman, you would need some kind of like Force Unleashed type shit for that, you know what I mean? And plus, that was raw. I like Force Unleashed. That was gangster as fuck. That was like, that was a huge, like, staple for me getting into the the Star Wars Wars. It was amazing. Those were cool games. They did cause a lot of misconceptions about the Force, but those games were badass. It was fucking raw shit. Yeah, those games were badass for sure. But, um,. Another Batman comic related thing. You know Jason, Jason Aaron from Marvel, Marvel writer? He's been writing Thor for like the past, I don't know, 10, 15, 100 years. But like he wrote all the, I think he wrote all the gore stuff. He wrote all oh, the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like all these, these huge, books. <laughs> all these huge epics from Thor and everything and everything he's been doing. He's been Marvel exclusive. I, so like, I, real quick, Thor movies might not be shit, but the comics for will be hitting. Absolutely. Yeah. Jason Aaron, okay, first of all, Jason Aaron also wrote that last, the ending of Punisher Max where he went up against Kingpin. Okay. That shit was fire. Yeah. That shit was flames. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Jason Aaron's a really good writer. But um, he's coming to DC. And he's, uh, he's, what's, what's his, what's he doing? He's writing an out of, cont- out of continuity story called Batman Offworld, where like it says, uh, Batman Offworld. Uh, it, it takes essentially it takes Batman out of uh, like it's a, it's an early Batman adventure apparently, where it takes Batman off literally off world into his like alien adventure. It's like that. So it takes him. Like, it's not taking into like the Evan Zero thing. No, no, no. Zero right? Not Zero uh, You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't know what the fuck his name is. The the purple, yellow, red Batman. Yeah, you're talking about Batman and Zero No, yeah, no, okay. it's not. It's not that. Okay. It's not that. Evan Zero. Who's that? That's the fucking Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Evan Zero. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the one yeah. before Hydra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so whatever. <laughs> all these aliens look alike. Whatever. They all look alike. Build their intergalactic wall. This is writer Jason Aaron has been one of the dominant voices at Marvel Comics for over for the past 15 years. Working on Wolverine, Thor, and the Avengers. Uh, at long last, he's returning to DC. He's got big plans for the Dark Knight Detective. He's working, it's a six-issue limited series that pairs Aaron with artist uh, Doug uh, Monkey. Uh, he worked on Detective Comics. I like his art. Okay. He, Doug, Doug Monkey. Uh, look, if you look up like his Batman art really quick, he does he does a really good Batman. All right. he does how really how good the hell do you say his last name? Uh, M-A-H-N-K-E. M-A-H. Okay. Yeah, I like his art. Let's see. Let me type in art. He's a funny looking guy. Let's see. Uh, his art. His art. <laughs> well, let's just type in top comic art. It makes more fucking sense, doesn't it? Comics. Okay, so then, like that? Like this? This shit? Is that Doug Monster? Well, I, I typed in comic art for him. Just type in Batman art. Batman art? Yeah. Because he had like, he's like uh, right, Detective Comics and stuff like that. I really like how he draws Bruce. Yes. Oh, okay. Huh. Did he do uh that one that was like almost in like the year one world or some shit? You know what I'm talking about? Like the the art style where Fuck, I don't remember the name of that era. Um The one where like fucking Superman and one were like making out but they were like young and shit and like they were You know what I'm talking about? You're talking about that. It might have been yeah, maybe. No, that was no, no, that was Jim Lee. Not All Star, fuck. Yeah, that was Jim Lee. Uh, Jim Lee did All Star. Alright, little thoughts gone. Okay, if I think about it again, I'll ask again. I'll come back to you. But this is the official description for Batman Offworld uh, for number one. A routine night in Gotham City for a young Batman proves to be anything but routine when the crime fighter is confronted with a sort of foe he's never faced before, one from beyond the stars. A universe of possible alien threats leads Batman to make a daring decision to venture alone into the far reaches of the cosmos for the very first time when the Dark Knight will face the fight of his life. Superstar writer Jason Aaron delivers his first Batman story ever, partnered with blockbuster artist Doug Monkey for a unique, brutal tale. Interesting. All right, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. 
I'm definitely gonna check it out. Seeing that too, like seeing the Batman too, like more common. I didn't even have it on the list, but like you, you know, World's Finest is still fucking killer. Great mm. book, great, great fucking book. These side stories, they be, they be kicking straight yeah, out. Yeah, like yes, like DC's got this whole company wide event going on right, Night Terrors or whatever. I'm not interested in that shit. I, I heard some. I've heard like two things from that. Yeah, I was just like, bro, because listen, they threw me, especially with Superman, bro. They threw me off. I'm like, yo, we're in the middle of a great story here going on in Superman. Like, Superman, the main title is so good. Mm. Superman and Lex working together. Lex got this secret back history. Superman using Supercorp. Fucking reforming. It's just a whole bunch. They have this black superhero lady. Uh, she's Moonlight like a, or something. Moonlight. Yeah, 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 the Moonlight. She's, yeah, she's she bad. Looked cool. She looked like, what was it, Anansi from Static Shark? Kind of, yeah. Her outfit looked just like she's that. She's got right? like a cowboy thing. And then she like glows like, you know, like yeah. what, Moonlight light or Luna light or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I think there's gonna there's gonna be something too where like because I think there's something there's something where she like charged Superman up or something like that with moonlight because you know oh, moonlight is like solar energy yeah, yeah, yeah. but reflected off the moon right 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 oh oh that'd be kind of cool if it gave him a different set yeah, of powers be, right yeah 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 so wow. it's, it's definitely it's just so much cool it'd be shit dope if it on. gives him like that fucking blue charge that it gives to his son or some shit that'd, yeah. that'd be pretty raw you it's know so mean? much or something else or like the red charge or yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. And there's so much cool shit going on with that. And they left off on the cliffhanger. Lex had been stabbed in his prison cell, left the dock. Superman's hearing had been, like, impaired to where he couldn't hear Lex. Mm. And, like, they, they used that opportunity to try to kill him and shit like that. And that's where we left off. And then it goes into this night terror shit. And it's like, we have to wait fucking a month, like, two months. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. Y'all killing me with this shit. But in the meantime, you know what I'm saying, uh, in World's Finest, because that's set in the past, um, they're doing, they're doing, uh, it's because it was set where like, you know, Dick Grayson was, uh, stuff about 1617. He'd been robbing for a while. The relationship between Superman and Batman is already established and mm-hmm. everything. And now they have world's finest teen Titans, which I haven't started reading yet, but I also heard it's good. It's still also written by Mark Waite. Now they have an issue coming up where I think it's a little arc where they're, they're going to redo the first meeting between Batman and Superman again, but for a modern retelling. Okay. And it's done by Mark Waits. So I'm very excited. Very for excited for it. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So you trust it, then, right? You trust it. Gonna yeah, be absolutely. Okay, good and it's like, they, they, it's like, you know, Dan Moore is still on the art and mm-hmm. everything, but it's like, I looked at the cover and it's like, just little artistic changes that even make their suits even look even more like, even further back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. more OG than that. And then they have a storyline coming up after that where they go to the Kingdom Come World. I saw that. I saw I saw the promo for that. That shit looked raw. Yeah. I, li- I like the, I like the, I don't get me wrong. I like that dude's art from Kingdom Come, but I think I think like Dan Moore is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think bringing it down to the comic book level will make it even cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it gives you the possibilities of a lot of shit that you yeah. know that his specific type of art you know might Alex stop Ross. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex Ross. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, you know Alex Ross. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dan Moore is amazing. What he's doing, I think it fits with, with the world. You been reading the, the Injustice stuff? Not Injustice, but you know the Little John, I, I Little did. Little Superman. No. Yeah, I did. I finished it. Yeah. I was not fond of. No. I, I, I was fond of the first two issues and I thought it was one in a great direction and I again I don't know I haven't read the most I don't think I've read the most recent one yet it, okay so it, it, again it, it like it ends abruptly wraps everything up in this like weird little bowl and then send you up for like this next the next crawl not even it doesn't even put John in the night terrors it's like I think that's literally the end of John's series too for a little I don't know if he's coming back for another series or what mm. But like it says, you want to find John Kent? Find him in Beast Wars, which is like the upcoming Titans crossover. And it's like, what? I mean, you it's got, like that's all I get. We don't even know. Like, we didn't get to see John really. Like, we only get to see him go up against Ultraman for a little bit before he gets killed by Injustice Superman. He doesn't fight Injustice Superman. He didn't really do anything to affect the Injustice world. This is a prequel to the first Injustice, so it's like none of this story really meant anything. It's like it kind of felt like a waste. Because I mean, because we, we already have a prequel to like the Injustice story. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, so like he can't. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's already a canon story, yeah. so he can't really affect anything. It's like if this was if this was like set up for Justice Three, maybe I would have accepted it. Nah, like if he would have showed up, I think this was just a way to bring that into like it's a it's a universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like it's it's not necessarily canon to the main continuity, but it exists. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's no longer just a video game or like. Right, right, right. I think that's all it really was because I mean that seems like it's fuck. That's a waste of time for Jonathan's story. I just think it was a waste of time for a five issue series. And I thought they they build us as like first it was like it's gonna be the ultimate showdown between him and Ultraman, the guy who tortured him and shit like that. That's what we thought we were gonna get, and then it's not that. Then it, then it's like okay, then it's gonna be about him and Justice Superman. It's like okay, that's cool, and then that's kind of disappointing. It's like I don't know, and then that's, that's just it. So yeah. I don't know. I wasn't feeling that. I wasn't going, but the art was cool. The yeah. art was cool, and I'm still excited to see like what happens next with John Kent. Mm-hmm. Like I still really, really like that character, but I, I didn't like necessarily like what they did there. Let me see here. Let's switch over to Marvel. Talk about this, the them having their foot on Spider Man's neck, and they just won't let it off. Two things I actually want to talk about. One is on the list. The second one, not so much. Let's start with the second one. Did you see that Miss Marvel? Okay, so we know that Miss Marvel is alive again. We talked about that, right? In the comic books? Uh, not, I don't know what She's the next men It's not on the list. Oh, okay. She's an X-Men now. But trust me, this goes okay, yeah, Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, yeah, You called it. Yeah, she died and she's, then she she's came back to back life and brought her back. Yeah, okay, yeah. we talked about that. She's Okay, so she was in the Spider-Man comic when she died. So they had her appear in the recent Spider-Man issue. Mm-hmm. And like apparently, I guess she didn't know who Spider-Man was under the mask. So he reveals himself, right? Okay. This Spider-Man book is so bad, bro. Is it the same, same, like, you know what I mean? Is Writer? Yeah. Zeb Wills? Huh? Yeah, he's been writing for the past 31 issues. Jeez, okay. Listen, Shit. he okay, so. is, I don't know what the fuck is going on. They start dating. No. Okay, what happens? You got me guessing. He reveals right? his identity right. to Miss Marvel. Okay. But, you know, I mean, but before he reveals his identity, this is dead ass the dialogue, John. He says... I, I can't make this shit. Okay, good, come on, come he's, on. He says... Give me suspense. He says, I usually... Uh, Wait, I, I want to I get this right. I want to get this, like, absolutely right. I don't want to say it wrong. Um, fuck. He says, I usually save this for the terminally ill kids. Swear to God, that's the dialogue. Oh, sheesh, man. <laughs> he says, I usually save this for the terminally ill kids, but... And lifts his mask up. Shows that he's Peter Parker. What the fuck are they doing to Spider-Man, bro? <laughs> like, wow. What are they doing to Spider-Man, bro? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think it would have been more widely accepted if he'd just be like, I do this for the hoes only. You know what I mean? Uh, imagine, <laughs> imagine, right? Like, I would have been okay with that. I, like, hey, I think the terminally old kids would have been okay with that. Imagine being a terminally old kid and like, like really? damn, like, like, why'd I catch a straight Spider-Man? Like, <laughs> you fucking read that shit and then here comes walking in Spider-Man. You're just like, oh. <gasps> holy shit that was not good writing bro I don't think Marvel fully like the comic section of Marvel really ever saw that one through you know yeah man cause can you imagine like real shit alright not not a funny level there's actually a Terminal Yoko that is a huge fan of this shit reads that and then his like superhero that comes in is actually Spider-Man that's really bad bro that's not cool and it's it's also like it's like making it's like okay Spider-Man, like, having your relationship with, like, terminally old kids is very, very cool. But then, like, you're trying to turn There's, like, that... a million heroes that know he's Peter Parker. But That's what's crazy. crazy. Right, and to turn that into, like, the butt of a joke is not cool. No. No, you know it is not. Like, that's not cool. No. So, to make reference of it, maybe. But to turn it into a butt of a joke is nah, not cool. Nah, not cool at all. Not cool. I thought it was nah, really that's, that was really, that's really bad. Okay, so... And, I mean... and I had to bring it up. 
But I'm just like, that wasn't even what happened. Was. I was, they, they announced, I thought this was a fucking joke. I thought they, you were going to tell me they were dating or something after that. For, I thought, first of all, this, this, I thought that was a joke. And I thought, like, I thought it was one of those meme things where, like, yeah. I saved it for the Terminal Kit. Then I saw the panel, like, everywhere. I'm like, oh, this is real. I'm like, what? Like, some, a Marvel editor approved this. Okay. Um, they announced <laughs> that, Sp- you remember, you know, the, the famous, not so infamous, I wouldn't say famous, more like infamous Spider-Man comic book called Spider-Man Reign. Okay. Spider-Man, it's like a dark dystopian future. I've actually never read it, actually. Okay. It's a dark dystopian future. I remember reading the Wikipedia. Come on, bro. Wait, wait, wait. I had to set it up. But it's his dark dystopian future. You know, Spider-Man's older. He's lost everything in his life. Right. Mary Jane's died or whatever, whatever. And the whole big plot reveal is that he killed Mary Jane by, by sleeping with her. Because oh, the radioactive, radioactive shit. Scene. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. I remember that 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 uh that okay. huge joke. That was like that was like one of my favorites. And then the whole him getting cut was, well, like one a, of my very, was a very repetitive yeah. meme in the twenty uh, tens. Yes. Very much yes, so. Very much so. Yep. They're doing a sequel to that book. What the fuck? Yeah, don't, don't ask me, Joe. I don't know why. Who's proving this shit? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody who hates Spider Man. <laughs> I, I know like they all hate Spider-Man at this point. Spider-Man. What the fuck did Tom Holland do to these motherfuckers that got this I think it was Tom Holland. I don't think it was Tom Holland. I absolutely think it was Tom Holland. But this doesn't affect Tom. This affects us. <laughs> Spider-Man Reign 2 is now confirmed. It says Marvel is sticking It says Marvel is sticking by its assessment of Reign as the most notorious Spider-Man story ever. Marvel Comics has confirmed the notorious Spider-Man sequel it previously teased was in fact to, uh, will in fact be a sequel to writer Slash artist Kari Andrews' 2006 limited series Spider-Man Reign. Spider-Man Reign tells the, te- tells the tale of an older Peter Parker coming out of retirement for one last big adventure of Spider-Man, not unlike the classic Dark Knight Returns. Why is it notorious? Because in the world, we know all this. Mary Jane died from cancer and this from exposure to radiation through well Peter Parker's most intimate bodily fluids. But now it says the story isn't over here in this poster that shows, you see Peter here, like, a, I don't know, it's like a dead Mary Jane on the back or something like that. It's very creepy. Yeah. Kind of like the art, though. Let's see. I have to really lean in and look at this one. Let's see. Nasty. Uh, it looks like she's got a mask on. Does it? Yeah, if you zoom in. Unless those are her lips, maybe? Maybe those are her lips? Let me see. All right. I don't know if that's like a red mask or if that's a pair of lips. Yeah, those are her lips, though. Lips? Yeah, those are her lips. We still waiting for them to undo one more day. These motherfuckers... These motherfuckers just keep digging the hole, like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> like, we just, we just wanted you to undo one more day. Like, all we want is for Spider-Man's marriage to come back and him to be happy with Mary Jane and just get off this man's back. He can have issues. He can have issues as a married man. Like, he can have issues that don't have to be, like, some stupid, like, dimensional interloper, like, stealing his girlfriend of 20-plus years. Like, this just doesn't fucking... I just can't... I, I just cannot with this shit, man. Uh, no, but listen, bro. At this point, right, the way they've written it, I'm okay with him never getting back with Mary Jane. I just need him to have some kind of, like, stability in his life after this. He, he doesn't have to be a broke boy asking the same guy that stole his girlfriend for money for rent. He doesn't have to work with the bad guy to make rent. He doesn't have to go back to some some, some full oh, food job a, when he was a kid to pay rent. You know what I mean? Like that's another thing too. The, the Miss Marvel conversation when he's talking to Miss Marvel, she's like, "Oh, you're Peter." So she's like, "You're Peter Parker." She's like, "I worked with you because she was like, she was undercover at Osborne." Right. She was like, "I didn't know you were Spider Man." She was like, "So that's why you're there. You're there watching Norman Osborne too." He was like, "Uh, yeah." And like I'm like, okay, so is that are they trying to insinuate that he really is there just to keep an, like an eye on Norman, or like you know, is was he just and, saying that to like right to make it look okay for yeah. her? And it's like, bro, I still think that. Sh- to me, and you talk about cucking, 
I think him working for Norman is is a bigger cuck than <laughs> to like the spirit than, of Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, like, listen, you don't want to give him the marriage in. That's cool. Get him back. Get him on his own two feet. You know what I mean? Let him have his own. He's smart enough. This motherfucker's smart enough to patent some invention or some shit to make some money. You know what I mean? Like, there is ways to get him to be a stable Spider Man. Maybe his love life is still in turmoil with Mary Jane. Fine. Make that the thing that keeps holding him back. Make that the thing he's got to get over. Sure. But get him out of this whole, like, he's, like, 36 years old and still fucking, like, barely making $10 an hour. Like, come on. You know what I mean? At this point, it's, it's too much. Yeah. He has nothing at this point. Literally. Literally nothing. Doesn't have a girl. You know what I mean? Doesn't have a, his own fucking place. Not a stable job. You know what I mean? Like, nothing his, at this point. His constant... I've been talking to Cam about this a lot. Like, his constant character regression... Is like it eventually, and it kind of already has, but it, it eventually will affect Miles because Miles cannot grow out of a certain like point a shadow, in his right? life yeah, yeah. because he can't grow out of the high school point in his life because Peter cannot grow and become a man. Like Peter already was a grown man; he was a teacher at one point, a married man, a teacher. He's like literally gone through all this other shit. They're like, no, let's do Brand New Day. Or they did one more day first, then they did Brand New Day, which I, I, I personally ain't gonna lie. I do like some Brand New Day, okay? And then you get the Big Time Era with Dan Slott and then Superior Spider-Man and all that. I do like some of that. But it's like, Miles can't, because they, they put Peter in almost to like a just post-college era again. Like, it's just like, okay, Peter went to college, and like he's still in that like fucked up like college kid era type shit. So, like, Miles is like a teenager, but now he's getting older and shit like that. So, it's like, by the time he gets to college, like, Peter's still like on some like fucking like fucked up like post-college kid type shit like eating ramen noodles type shit like what the fuck like like let peter like you know be a scientist or be a college professor or something cool like scientist, just something man give it yeah. back to the scientist roots and shit like stick to that i, I love them working at horizon labs yeah like even before the parker industry because i think the parker industry shit was like i think it fit for superior spider-man but it didn't fit for peter Mm. Like I don't see Peter as this big CEO type dude. Like he's not that well put together. Mm. And I think that that kind of was the whole point with it all falling apart. But then I hated they did that to him too because it was like, okay, Doc Ock makes a fucking company under Peter's name. It's it's like working fine. And then Peter comes back and it all crashes down. Like that, that, that I just that, that was a little bit too much. But like I think him working for like a scientist, not Norman Osborn, no, but like fucking a real fucking, a fucking a, a decent, like, a decent you know I mean? fucking guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like having his own lab and shit like that. You know, letting him come and go as Spider-Man and stuff like that, and being a mentor to uh, to Miles would be the best thing. Also, I think I talked to Cam about this too. I just a lot of people I've seen a lot of people say this. I think it's time to move Peter out of the Amazing Spider-Man title. Bring back uh, Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, as a title. Give it to Peter, obviously, and put Miles in the Amazing Spider-Man. Like, that's how you bring new energy to the Amazing Spider-Man. Because Miles has this all new, like, this big-time popularity with the movies and stuff, right? If, like, you make Miles, like, the, the, the prime Spider-Man, you keep Peter around. He still has his, like, because you, Spider-Man is a huge character. He's still going to have multiple series and shit like that. I remember mm-hmm. they, had, they had Peter Parker Spectacular, Amazing, Avenging Spider-Man, and some other shit all at once. Like, they could do that again, but put Miles as, as Amazing with Peter as, like, a recurring character, and I think that would change everything. That would change everything. Because then, like, we don't have, like, because their whole thing is like, oh, you don't want to make Peter too old and all this. It's cool, man. Like, DC's doing it right now with, like, with Wally and Barry. Like, Barry's off doing his thing. Like, but Wally's the main Flash again. And we're cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it felt like we, it was time for, like, new blood, new old blood, rather. But, like, you know, I'm tired of seeing Peter going through the same old shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's regression, dog. It's, it's way, and it's way too much regression, dog. Mm-hmm. It's, it's way too fast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The frustration I feel seeing this man get beat up by Tombstone. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, just fuck, like, fuck out of here. Like, it's, it's like there's like no consistency to his power scaling either sometimes, no. and that shit's infuriating as fuck. No. Like, damn, bro. He can't, he can't have no bitches. You know what I mean? Like, no bitches. Like, if his life is going to be absolutely shit, at least he'll have a girl by his side to make things worth it, worth yeah. the fucking fight. He ain't got no bitches. He had a couple, cool, had a couple cool girls. Yeah, but like right now. You know what right, I'm right, saying? Like, right, right now right, where right. he's at right now. Like, no bitches? Like, not at all? Like, you even took his main one away. Like, what the fuck? The, to, to me, that's what I was going to say. The reason that hurts so much. And that's much, just so sour, too. Yeah. The reason that the reason that hurts so much, the Mary Jane thing, is that legitimately the, 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 the entirety of the previous run, the, just the previous run, not mm. like a long time ago, but just the previous run, built them up to being like, they're going to get fucking married. Built them up for like 95 fucking issues. They're going to get married. They're fucking, the final issue is them about to like confess this huge love for each other. A big ass light shows up to like, that's supposed to be like the, the, the whatever comes in the next arc or whatever, right? Mm. And we find out later that's the inter, interdimensional god or whatever the fuck, right? Just destroys everything we've been building up to. That shit is lame, man. That shit is lame. And I think it's a weak storytelling. I think it's weak storytelling. They're trying to do that like Daredevil thing because I heard this about Daredevil and you kind of like oh look at all the different Daredevil arcs it's kind of is true. They say that a Daredevil writer, writer comes on and he does like whatever he does with Matt's life and the, his job at the end of that is to leave Matt's life in pieces and then like give it to the next writer. I, I wouldn't take a fucking I wouldn't I, I'm not a writer like, I, I just feel like no, look, I feel like from the outside in I would never take up a fucking project like that like if they tell me straight up he has to absolutely be miserable at the end yeah, I'm like not doing that. Yeah, me neither. Unless I can start the whole thing off where he's miserable as fuck, like the ending is and beginning is miserable. You know what I mean? Almost like a almost like a Punisher storyline. You know what I mean? Where you know it's gonna end like shit anyways. That's different. I already know what I'm going into. But if I mean, you tell me if I got like great ideas and you finally give me this, but you're like on one condition at the very end, it has to go straight to shit. I'm not fucking doing Mark that. Mark Red's dead. I'm gonna think about Mark Red's dead over there. Mark Red's dead has been. Fucking fantastic! Like it's it's and it's that, that's why I was saying like where I was like you could do a lighter Daredevil like it's mm-hmm. like obviously Mark Webb wrote Flash you know he's writing World's Finest right now and right. all this shit like but like he uh, he wrote an incredible Daredevil series and it had its darkness and it had it but it, like yeah great balance and everything like that and like he he even had it you know in that series Matt's secret identity is out and shit like everybody knows he's Daredevil and shit and like you have to deal with all that and like they had some really cool designs and everything we had that like. A lawyer suit was like all red and shit like that. He wasn't wearing the glasses and everything. Mm. Like they had really cool shit going. On. And then the end of it, like it, it has to like return everything to the status quo. And they do it in a really like kind of cool way. And then that leads into the the Marvel Now series where he's wearing the black suit with the and everything. But that's a great series. But I can't help but think like maybe where it would have gone if they didn't. Clearly, it seems like that rule was in place because at the end of that series, he loses everything that he had kind of gained throughout it, and it puts him at a more status quo level of being back to basics. Mm. So like I wonder if like if that rule didn't exist what were that series how would that series have ended you know what I mean mm. so I but I just don't like that for Spider-Man I mean I, I get it. I mean it's comics right comics there's but, the next guy's always gonna like do his own thing right that's okay but to but sit here feel flat like out, a... yeah to sit here and flat out like if that rumor's true right you right. know what I mean like if that's very true and these motherfuckers are really like but at the end it's gotta go to shit this is from a writer this was from a okay, Marvel so writer okay so there you go they, so even a credible a credible fucking you know right. like credible source yeah. source and I was just like that's fucking stupid can that's you ridiculous imagine to know that that's actually what they fucking actively do that's ridiculous can, can you imagine if like after the last couple Superman runs like can you imagine they started the Superman room and like oh we're, 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 we're. Superman doesn't have a son anymore yeah like I, like you know, everything's back to basics. Like, what? No, no. They were able to capture a, a almost back to basics feel, but with a new everything approach to mm. it. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, yeah, we're taking it back to Metropolis. We're bringing it back to Daily Planet. Okay, Perry's not Perry's not the chief anymore. Lois the chief now. Uh, Lex Corp, Lex is gone. He's turned into a super corp. It's so many different things going on. Jimmy's dating Silver Banshee. It's 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 new. It's a new era, but it has that like old school feel. So it, 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 I feel like you get the best of both worlds. They need that for Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Let's talk about Spider-Man, because you know, I get depressed. I get depressed, man. I get depressed. Spider-Man will drive you to drink. <laughs> yeah, you be dramatic as fuck right now. All right. We got the last thing on the list. Was that the Baruto design? Yes! Yeah. Let's talk about Baruto. Time skip coming up. Two twin blue vortex. The new design. I'm loving it. Baruto with the drip. Looking like his master and whatnot. Got the drippy white button up on. Got the cloak. You know what I'm saying? Little purple accents on there. It was like it was like they went to to <laughs> the, the guy that's in charge of this. Was like, I want you. He went straight to the artist. He was like, I want you to give me Neji, Kakashi, Naruto, and Sasuke all in one character. And they did it. And they did it. That's exactly what the fuck they did. Hey, yeah. I ain't gonna front though. I'm still not a huge fan of the art, dog. Like the design's awesome, but the the art itself not a fan. Like this motherfucker got lips, dog. What's wrong with them lips? It's weird as fuck for like a Naruto series. I don't know. It's just it's obviously not a Naruto series, but it's the next generation. The art yeah, style is way too different. Ikimoto is definitely different than Kishimoto yeah, yeah. in terms of like how he draws facial. Oh, it is fucking stuff. crazy different, dog. It's crazy different. It's, it's, but it's its own thing. Like it's, I, I read it because I know it's it's like the next series right. of. I don't read it for the art so, style. Like I'm I'm huge on art like, style, but Toyo, I'm, for instance, like Toyo is a lot different than Toriyama, right? Right. But, but well, not not drastically different. Not, but, yeah, but he still honors the legacy right. of what it was before. This motherfucker now. This motherfucker was just like. You get the first like three panels of the flash forward, and everything after that is me. Like, ah, and it's it's too different, bro. Like, I'm looking at this guy, and he's got lips. That shit's weird. I like it. That's just fucking I, weird. I, like, I like I'm, it. I'm not a fan of the art stuff. I like the design that they got with him. Right, this looks more like toward that flash forward we saw in the very beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which they they they've done some adjustments to it. Didn't yeah. Exactly. They had it more like like again, it could, it could look like like. More Balatorn in the yeah. in the future, but like how they have it here, it's like more put together. It doesn't it doesn't look like ragtagish. Yeah. But then, man, this still this still opens up a bunch of questions, right? What happens to Sasuke? Why does this motherfucker have Sasuke's cloak and his? Or well, we're assuming it's Sasuke's cloak. Is it Sasuke's cloak? Because are the purple accents on the cloak? What do you what do you mean? Like here, like like around the uh, the wrist area and stuff. Like, are they? Are is that a part of the cloak? Or is that underneath the cloak? I think that's underneath the cloak. Because if that's a part of the cloak, it's, I don't think it's Sasuke's. Where, where are you pointing? Where are you pointing? Where are you pointing? Like here and here. I think that's on the cloak itself. Those little purple accents on the side of it. I don't think that's his. I think what you're pointing at is not the cloak. But I think this up here, that's part of the cloak, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah, right. yeah. Underneath it, this that looks yeah, like his. But that, his, his that up jacket. there, though, is part but of the cloak. That, I think. that right there is part yeah, of the cloak. Yeah, and there's okay. a little purple accent on it. I don't think it's Sasuke's. So then they did do a little slight redesign then from like the flash forward. Because the flash forward, let's see. No, wait, John. Actually, we're both wrong again. This is the jacket, but it's flipped out on top of the cloak. Look. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See? It comes up, and that's the part of the jacket goes out, and it flips out over the cloak. So maybe it is Sasuke's cloak. Then again. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? I'm surprised. Like, I'm like confused what you're talking about. Like this part here, what we thought was like that's not the top of the cloak. The top of the cloak's up here. Like I think that's the that's the collar of the jacket that he has underneath the cloak, and it's out. On yeah, top yeah, of but the, then that's still like what's this? That's what I'm saying. That's the part. That's the, that's from the jacket he has on underneath the cloak. It's just out on the side of it, on top of. It. Uh, 
But we'll have, when we get to... When I don't think see, so, because look at the other side. The other side has that exact same flap, and that's clearly from this cloak. Okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, but, I, I'm, but see what I'm saying? They do do the crazy redesign, because look at that. Yeah, it's definitely different than when they really different. Maybe they did it on purpose. Yeah. Maybe they decided, maybe some changes came throughout the, the series where they're just like, yeah, no, you're going to change that. Yeah, and we look at Sasuke's cloak here from just like a few, with a few, whatever, uh, the items go. No, uh, look at this. Look, maybe it is the cloak. Yeah, because here, yeah, there, yeah, it's, yeah. it's showing as purple. Yeah, so maybe it is the cloak. Damn. I thought you can go back. You can go back in Naruto in the Naruto series and find so many different Easter eggs where they set up shit. Right. I, I did not know because I, I, you know, I read the, uh, I mean, excuse me, I watched the, the, the anime for a lot of part one uh. and, and I read some of the, 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 the Naruto manga for Shippuden, but I watched all the Shippuden. Okay. I didn't know that like after Naruto and Sasuke fight as kids, mm. like uh, Kakashi says something about them like being locked in battle forever and then like they fucking like zoom out yeah. to Zetsu and he's like you have no idea and I'm like what the fuck I had no idea because you usually people you look at that like that's an ass pull you know the mm-hmm. whole reincarnation thing but I saw an argument the other day that said like that's kind of the point like, it's kind of the point is kind of like that like Naruto is like always this kid who's like fighting against the destiny that people have already telling him that you know, he's supposed to be this monster he's supposed to be this outcast he's like no fuck that I'm gonna be the Hokage and then it's like one more thing. You're in reincarnation. Man, fuck that reincarnation shit. I'm Naruto Uzumaki. So it's, it's like one more thing. It's like this guy will fight against destiny. Itself. Oh, they're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And like, it Kishim- solidifies his will right. versus what's it, around him, right? Exactly. Right, right. And Kishimoto has even said like the, 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 the destiny is almost like the villain itself. And mm. it's the same thing in, in Boruto. You know? Mm. That, 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 that dark destiny is now after Boruto and shit. So, Okay. Do you think, because um, everybody's getting a new design. We saw uh, Serata, you know what I'm saying? We have saw Boruto. Mm. Oh, we, we've seen Kawaki's design in the Flash, but we haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. This is that shit there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Which, you see, have you seen the purple scarf around um, Kawaki? People, people were speculating that's like he's after he's killed Code. And people think that's Code's. Because, mm. you know, he, has, he wears those like purplish like, sleeves and he has that yeah. scarf thing around him. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think anybody in this series, Naruto or Baruto, has been sadistic enough to wear shit that the people they kill. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't. That's not. But but Cold like Cold like fucked with Kawaki for a long time. Like. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Kawaki hasn't had the worst upbringing. He's not like the worst like person who has had like the worst background in this entire like two series together. I don't know. Kawaki's backstory is pretty bad. It's not the worst. Not even close. He literally is only only he's been told like his entire life his only purpose is to be like a vessel for another person. Gara's father used to literally send assassins after him every day. You don't see him walking around with his dad's like socks. You know what I mean? It's, it's I mean it, yeah, but plenty I mean, of people with a really bad back. I don't know. This show doesn't have a habit of doing that. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think this is gonna be like he's wearing codes like scarf or some shit. I feel like yeah. that'll be some stupid shit that the girl that that like rewrote reality he probably like made him an offer or something to make him look cooler or some shit and he's just like wearing it to wear because he doesn't give a fuck Maybe. Yeah. We'll he has he has a real big I don't give a fuck attitude about like super little shit you know yeah. what I mean like his whole goal is to just make sure that all the Okatsuki are dead so I, I feel like this is like some outfit she put together to make him look cool Maybe. do you think uh, Sasuke have a drastic new design <laughs> if, if yeah I mean well nah I'm not drastic um, maybe maybe an outfit change because you know, this whole thing was part of the cloak, so if this is his cloak by any chance, or for whatever the fuck reason, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But it all depends because he's already a full blown adult. You know what I mean. Right. I know they usually do these like crazy character design changes when you're like a kid, teenager type. Shit, I wouldn't you know? mind if like they changed the hair a little bit. 
Wait, you mean it longer even? Okay. I think a little spikier would be kind of cool. Yeah, a little bit spikier. Almost like kind of a little Madara esque kind of vibe. Not so spiky, but like where you're just like kind of looks like Chiha, right? You mm-hmm. know, like like a like an old school Chiha, right? Maybe Bring back more. to his little spiky roots when he was a teenager and shit. Mm-hmm. Remember that? They were pretty cool. Maybe more black. Yeah. And if like if they could like now you know you could get the old hairstyle. You know you get the old hairstyle back. He just because the old hairstyle is supposed to he's supposed to hair, his hair looks like that when he has a headband on. Now obviously. Boruto has the headband. But if he wore like a black cloth or something like that and hide his hair, then we could get the old hairstyle back. He he had basically almost the almost the same hairstyle without the headband for like all of Shippuden. He didn't wear a headband all of Shippuden. He still had a similar hairstyle than when he had it in regular Naruto. It's similar, but it's not the same. I know nah, but it's still a lot closer it, than what the fuck he has the headband on the back of it, like stands up or whatever, and on the back. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. But I mean, the one from Shippuden is like that. That hairstyle is still a lot closer to little I Sasuke agree. than like what the fuck we're seeing now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the Shippuden like, hairstyle. Is the what, the shit he's wearing now, it looks like he straightens his hair regularly every night before he goes yeah, to bed. He like, does death metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sits here and puts like grease and moisture in his hair, so it could always be like down the face. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be raw though. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty big yeah, when it comes out. Yeah, I'm hyped for this shit. I am too. I'm not not a fan of the art. I already know that, but I'm a fan of, of like I want to see where the story goes. Yeah, yeah. Twin blue board. I feel like the anime ruined it for a lot of people though. I, I, it still trends like a motherfucker, right? Right. Because it's always talked about, and you know, no, there is no such thing as good or bad publicity, right? You know, right. people talk about it, talk about it, it's going to trend, right? But I don't feel like there's enough people that truly like it because of the anime. I think the anime, they, I think they jumped too, like, they jumped at the opportunity without having enough content to put out just yet. Right. You know I mean? Which I've heard different rumors now that said that making them wait for a while. I And that's probably better. Honestly. Yeah, it'd be best. That's probably best. You know I mean? maybe, maybe throw out a Barato, like, you know, non-continuity movie here and there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, do that. Give us, like, two movies that are really good or whatever, and then maybe come back to the anime eventually. And then we got the four, the four extra episodes of Naruto or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that too. And we got that to look forward to, so. Which I'm excited to see what the fuck that's about, too. I wonder if it's truly about Naruto or if it's just set in, like, Naruto's time. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay, they, they take time to put some focus on some other characters. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for that. I know, I know, a lot of people go like, oh man, Naruto didn't give shine to this character and that character. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not sitting here saying give the fucking Ichiraku ramen guy a fucking movie. They hold Lee. Oh my God. If I had to hear that one more time. They hold Lee. Listen, Lee could have had more, he definitely could have had a bigger role in Shippuden. I won't say that he couldn't have, but at a certain time, it's so many fucking characters. There's so much shit going on already. It's like, with a cast that big, everybody can't have a fucking, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, I'm going to have, have to a... fight you. No, they did a whole out. There's no denying that, dog. Like, I'm not sitting here and saying that ruins the show, because it doesn't. You know what I mean? That shit's still fucking, like, one of the best ever. Probably my favorite anime. I saw somebody, like, break but... down, like, what the Lee thing has, like, caused, like, some, like, inconsistent, not inconsistent, but, like, people, like, believe weird things about Naruto. Like, that, the people would be like, if they if they hadn't hold Lee, okay, I admit, Lee could have been in the story so people would be like, oh, Lee, Lee could have been what? He could have been in the story more. Oh, I thought you said he could have stole the story. I'm like, whoa, no, that's, that, that, that no, like a no, motherfucker. That's, that's, yeah. what, no, that's what I'm saying, John. They're, they're reaching like a motherfucker. Because I'm saying, yeah, he could have been in the story more. Mm. They saying like, man, Lee would have kept, tra- they could have kept story. He could have been the strongest motherfucker. It's like, man, get the fuck they're out never, of here. The story, it's called Naruto. Two they're things, never going to make this motherfucker the strongest. Two things make that shit, like make the motherfuckers overhype this motherfucker. The shit that he did when he was a kid. Yeah, and and the guy since they shit what gets modern because people constantly overhype the fact that like like guy that was a beast and he put them hands on modern for sure right. but this man's one weakness was fucking taijutsu like don't act like 
that guys since they would have like beaten Naruto and no shit like that. Don't act like you know what I'm saying. Like don't act like <laughs> like so. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. this whole thought that like oh if Lee would have trained like that he could have beat anybody in the city. Like, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay, they're wrong. But they're right when they say that he got holed out, like for sure. He could have been a like, way been stronger player. The they could have gave him a Nikoski member to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, okay, I agree. Because you gave it to Shikamaru. He's a genius for sure. But right. he he wasn't he wasn't he didn't have really huge chakra reserves, and right. he sure shit didn't have the hands yet. You know who would you know be cool mean? for him to like throw hands with hmm. that puppet master dude. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but just like okay. he was like you know how like the granny had used. Uh, Sakura as a puppet uh-huh. like, you know what I'm saying I feel like you wouldn't even need to do that with, right. you know what I'm saying with Lee like Lee would have just had the hands for him mm. okay that could have been interesting I think they could have given him an Akatsuki remember? Yeah. I think that I think characters like like Lee was cool but like you know <sighs> I don't know I just don't find him as cool as like certain other characters I guess no, no, I mean, he, it's not my listen he's not my favorite character but like there's, there's like, I, I don't think he's I don't think there's Neji. like we don't talk about somebody who got hold. Like, no, he actually got hold. I think team. I think team guy got hold out like a motherfucker. Like Tenten never got good at nothing. She was always kind of just like in the background. You yeah, know, she what had mean? weapons. She had weapons. Like that was such a basic fucking thing to give somebody in this show. I get it. They're ninjas, but Gara turned into Shikaku as a thirteen-year-old. Lee became a Super Saiyan at thirteen. Neji was literally like punching like the insides of your body with just his fingertips at thirteen, and she's just throwing knives out of a scroll. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like that. She was hold out. Talk about hold out. But like. Yeah. I, his whole team was basically hold out. I, I, I admit that, but nah, I'm not going to sit here in front like they would have been like, you know, I mean, they would have been a star of the show if, you know, like, no, they it's wouldn't like, have. I didn't care about them that much. No, like, I, they were okay. I, I, I didn't care about them that much. Nah, I, I think Lee got hold out. I just don't think he would have been like, I don't, I, to be able to contend with Sasuke or Naruto as a, even Shippuden or adults, not even close. Like, I think with people, like, the thing is, like, people were like, oh, he worked harder. Like, the thing is, like, he worked extremely hard, and maybe he was working harder than them when they met, but then, like, they were always more. Ta- they always had more talent than him. Mm. Naruto had the fucking nine tail fight. Sasuke had his Uchiha blood. Like they were always more talented than him. The second that they started to work just as hard or even harder than Lee, there was there was no there yeah. was no fucking and, question that they were stronger. Here, here's here's something I feel like some people are forgetting. Lee didn't he didn't strive to be the strongest. He strove to be the strongest Taijutsu artist. Right. You see, what I'm saying so. Lee understood his limitations. Like he was literally bad at everything else. He literally understood he had no talent and no no real skill to, that he you know to be able to contend and want somebody with ninjutsu. Like right. he wanted to be the best taijutsu artist and prove that he could still be a well you know well built shinobi as a taijutsu artist. His goal wasn't to be the strongest taijutsu artist to kick everybody else's ass. You know what I mean? I feel like people are out here trying to add like points to his life that didn't actually exist. <laughs> he didn't try to be the strongest with hands to kick everybody else's ass in the whole series. He wanted to prove he could be the strongest one. While also still proving that he could be a great fucking ninja. That was his whole thing. That was the guy's whole thing. Like, like no, no, no. And it definitely wouldn't have been, they definitely wouldn't have changed like the ending of the story. It just, you know. Still could have been stronger, could have been a little cooler. I admit that. Yeah, maybe could have had a few more moments here and there, but I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I just don't care. Like, I think, this, I think the same amount of life they give Choji and Shippuden is what they could have gave Lee, I think. Because mm. you know Choji, he had his little moments in the regular Naruto mm. series when they butterfly. went to chase, yeah, and then eventually he could do the butterfly without the pills, mm. and then he had that moment when he was fighting like Asuma and the, the ghetto sketch statue, mm. they were just wrestling and fighting at it. That kind of moment is an appropriate moment for a side character, right. you know what I mean? Like, like, the only thing I remember leaving and doing in the war was like crying when he thought a guy was dying. 
He he And he cried when Neji died. That's all I remember. He helped. Uh let's see, what did he do? He saved Guy after Guy got like blasted in the guy like blasted Madara, but he blasted him back in the fucking chest when he did the the tiger thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he Madara threw the fucking orbs at guy trying to kill him. Lee jumped in front, grabbed him while he was in his like little gate stage thing, and then they helped. He helped uh, Minato, Gara, and Kakashi make an opening for Guy, so Guy could hit Madara while he was in his little shield. Uh, yeah, that was that was like the gist of really what he did. You know what I mean? Okay. And then like. I guess I see moments where when they they I'm gonna be like yeah they did hold this motherfucker out like crazy because then even then when he went gates Minato was like holy shit don't tell me you're gonna go eight gates too he's like no I can only get to five he's been at five since he was like thirteen you know what I mean he did like four or five when he was fighting Gara so it's just like was, he was still at a pretty low number then and he still had that same pretty low number like what the fuck like six, yeah yeah <laughs> like I can only get to seven like it, like what the fuck like yeah I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know, no, I do know. They did hold him out. I highly disagree that they would have really changed the outcome of this entire story had he been a slightly stronger or gotten more light. Like, let's theorize for the the, the time skip a little bit. Okay. okay let's uh, let's start with uh, who's going to be Okage. My money's on Kakashi. Because this is funny. Kakashi has never been in the Boruto manga. He's only been in the anime. Yeah. He's never made an appearance in the manga. So I think. As a callback to the original Naruto, where the fourth dies and the third becomes Okage again, I think. Naruto, I mean, yeah, that makes sense because throughout Kakashi's reign, there was peace. Right. Nothing I, really happened. Right. That, I yeah. think with Naruto dead slash disappearing, Kakashi. Kakashi would yeah, yeah. Kakashi would have been young enough to go back too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. Kakashi's only in his forties. Forties, forties-ish. Yeah. Yeah. 40s. Bring your ass back here, Kakashi. Open that eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another eye. Like, like, yeah. But still, but still, <laughs> open it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, that'd be cool. With that. It would suck if we fucking found out some whole new fucking player was Hokage. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that would be weird. Like, no, I don't do that. No, I think it has to be Hokage. Yeah, you know what? Keep it in-house. Keep it Hokage. Because the Hokage's position was such, like, a sacred thing and, like, such a highlight for Naruto that it's just, like, now you're just giving it to just about anybody, huh? That's crazy. Yeah, it has to be Kakashi. And I think that's the best way to bring Kakashi into the manga. If they don't and they decide to go a whole different route, my money's on Shikamaru. Everybody's saying it, but yeah. Shikamaru's not. I feel like he's not a leader, though. He's like, he just, he's, he's, yeah, like, he's, he's a leader, he's, but he's smart. He's, he's kind of saying, yeah. I think that's, I think that's the thing everybody, like, enjoyed, like, that was the thing they were pushing. Even though, remember when he was, like, 12, and he, he lost the tuning exam, but still was the only one given the rank. Right. You know what I mean? And it was because he was strategic. He knew how to assess the situation and realize he needed to retreat and retreat it successfully. You know what I mean? Right. But so, uh, Okage also got to be able to protect the village and die for Yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean. That shadow shit ain't gonna work. Nah, it's definitely not, but I mean, I other than those two mentally, those are the only two I think would would like be able to to take the position. I don't think anybody else after that is like good enough to really like. I know you're gonna say like what the literal fuck, but honestly, you're gonna say you say I'm crazy, but it could be Sakura because oh, yeah, she's. I, I mean, she's the, the you know what I'm saying the student of one of the signing. You know, since she'd be like a Sonata. Sonata's still alive. That's true, but I don't want to see Sonata. I don't so. either. I don't, well, we're talking about wants than Kakashi. If we're yeah, talking about yeah. what we could see, I could see Sonata probably coming back. I could probably see her old ass coming back and shit. Maybe. Or at least coming back to council, meeting yeah. Kakashi or something. They're trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Because, you know, they, yeah, both, yeah, yeah. they both love Naruto, you know what I mean? So I can right, see them right. coming back and, you know, trying to hunt down who they believe is now, you know, 
this adopted right. asshole that killed Naruto. I definitely want to see what's up with like with, with Sakura and her, like her mindset. Obviously, she's going to be trying, wondering why her husband has teamed up with do the international th- criminal that killed do you Naruto. Think, do you think she has to believe Sada, right? If she saw Sasuke leave, she has to believe it, right? Um, she would have to to some degree because Sasuke's always been like he's always been way smarter like despite Sakura being maybe really so good maybe maybe so we'll see but remember like yeah. everybody's mind has literally been altered yeah. to believe like so in her mind like she has every experience Sakura has had with Boruto she's had it with Kawaki in her mind mm. so like the only like it, it kind of hinted too that Sasuke could kind of sense that his mind had been altered because of his like abilities because mm. he could still sense Momoshiki mm. so like I think that 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 gave him a little bit. Plus, he trusts his daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like she may trust her, but she'll be like, I don't know. Maybe you've been yeah. affected by Boruto. Or maybe, yeah, maybe it maybe it hit harder with Sasuke because he watched her unlock her Mingeko shining on, right. pleading to him for help. You know, right, right, right. Okay, so maybe it hits harder. Maybe, and you know, Sakura's always been kind of dense in the fucking head. So like, there's always a good chance yeah. that she is just like death to Boruto and shit too. She's yeah. like, I don't know why your father you know left yeah. us with the notorious criminal, but he just did. Like, Mom, he's left us for less. So. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I met him twice. I'm, yeah. I'm 16. But you know, we'll we'll have to see how they play it out. I feel like we're sitting here asking so many questions, but that first comeback chapter is just going to be that, just the comeback chapter. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like I can answer no questions. I heard it's going to be extended. Oh, you think so? I've heard it could be extended. Okay. It's been gone for a while. I remember Dragon Ball did that. Yeah. They were gone for a while. They came back with a a, a longer chapter. Yeah, Yeah, longer chapter. I mean, they're going to answer questions though. That's true. We could yeah. literally just come. It back could just be the, like one just giant comeback chapter. Just like yeah. Boruto and what Sasuke. has everybody been doing so far? Or and just then, like, like literally yeah. just be Boruto and Sasuke, like where they're at, like you yeah. know, what I'm saying? Like, their, their their little adventure for the day type shit. Yeah. Somebody pointed out that like um, you know that that that, that scene they showed that scene where Sasuke comes in into the interrogation room and talks to that big uh, mob boss criminal guy, and um, he says like you know who I am and everything. He's like because those you know those in the underworld you know how far I'll go, so like. Sasuke, when he was out, like, into the world and everything, there's obviously, like, places out in the world that are, like, not a part of the Five Nations and stuff like that. We've seen that throughout the show and different things. Like, a lot of people speculate like, we could see, like, that underworld. There's there's more than Five Nations. It's just the Five Nations have always been the big Five Nations. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. And, yeah, they did, I don't know if you, did you see it? Did you, did you skip fillers and shit? Or yes. You skip, okay. That's well, in Naruto Shippuden, when Sasuke left the village, right, in between the ending, the very ending of, of Naruto, right? And then when, uh, while Naruto was going to marry Hinata, right? Between those two, like, the points in time. No, I seen Sasuke he, was he going fought all those criminals at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah he that was wasn't going, Philly. Yeah. That was the end. Right, okay, yeah. well then, yeah. He was going around doing shit. You yeah, know? yeah, So, like, yeah, the underworld already knows who the fuck he is. And shit. Right, right, yeah. right. They're fully aware of who he is and what he's doing. But that's when they're saying, like, we could see him and Boruto, like, in the underworld and mm. shit like that, like... You know, having to be, you know, rogue ninja, quote-unquote. I could see them, like, diving into some of the more of Chia roots. You know what I mean? Talking about, like, oh, these are just, you know, these are people who were whatever, whatever. Or these are hideouts that the Uchiha have had around, uh, like, Uchiha the world hideouts. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like Itachi's. That he, like, mm-hmm. he faced Itachi at the old Uchiha hideout and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, That'd be cool. Yeah. Uchiha. Uh, or just old-school, like, oh, just straight-up Uchiha stuff. Like, it belonged to, like, you know, the main household of the Uchiha and only the main house. Because, remember, Sasuke's father was the leader of the Uchiha. Right. So, it could easily be just something like the main house. He's not had to be staying in places you know I mean? where throughout his journeys and stuff. So, he yeah. probably had safe houses. Yeah, there you go. That too. Mm-hmm. That too. I think we're probably going to get a glimpse of what Kawaki's life, too, is like as the son of the Hokage and shit. Pampered little bitch. Yeah, I just know yeah. I said that shit like he didn't have a hard life. I fucking hate this motherfucker. I love Kawaki. I, I hate him and love him. No, you know no, I, no he's, he's well-written because I hate him. 
Yeah. Oh, if, if I, no, you're good. If I didn't, if I honestly didn't give a shit about a character, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, you like, he just annoy you, but <laughs> you hate him because it's No, I hate this motherfucker. So even his face annoys the fuck out of me, and it's drawn. Yeah. Like, because he's just, I could just see him sitting there with, like, a, you know, like, an emo bad boy face. Like, just punch the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, it's irritating as fuck. But I love his relationship with Boruto. I love his relationship with Naruto. Like, he's, he's, he's a great character. Like He's he, psychotic as fuck. Yeah. He's a, he's a psychopath. But, when, like, when, as soon as they add him to the to the series, after the series, like, goes up another level. Yeah. Like, he's a great rival. It's a great rival. So I can't wait to see what they do with that. And I still have, I'm still holding on to my my theory. Right. I know it, could, it may not be true, but I'm holding on to my theory. Which one? That, um, that he is. They're going to do some crazy, wacky shit, and he's going to be revealed to actually be Naruto's son. Oh, ah, you reach like a motherfucker. That's you say it's reach, man. Yeah, I say it's reach like you a reach motherfucker. And when, it, when it turns to be true, I mean, you know what I'm going to say? You reach, I teach, because that shit is true. It's a basketball term. <laughs> okay. All right, but when it doesn't come out to, not, to, you know, it doesn't show up in fruition, and because you're obviously wrong, I'm not even going to bring it up, because that's how, like, inconsequential in, 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 in it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Watch. It's going to be, because, listen, I just think that it's going to be one of those big reveals, and then watch. It's going to be, like, they're going to say that moment where uh, Momoshiki said, um, he told Boruto, he was like, it kind of makes you think, like, how many times the world's been altered before. Like, I feel like they only say something like that to, like, leave a little tease at something else. That's like, that's like, that's the Zetsu moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the Zetsu moment where it's like, you look up at Zetsu and it's like, you got no idea. And we don't even, we didn't even know how pivotal Zetsu would be at that moment. And then, we, then so much goes by, we don't even think about Zetsu being in that moment. Then he, he stabs Madara, we're like, wait, what? <laughs> and then Kaguya shows up, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like there's a moment that, to be built up like that in Boruto. I, I feel like that wasn't a reference. I don't think that was a reference to... to these at the very having, least, at the very least, I think there's going to be revealed that time or memories have been altered before. No, well, at the very least. obviously. No, no but, all right. <laughs> these are two different things, though. But how does that... You how, can't be telling me that, you know, Kawaki's Naruto's son and then be like, and then also times and rewritten. And or rewritten or whatever, I'm right about both of those things. And then when only one comes in, you're just like, I knew it. Like, no, 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 nah, because no, no. I'm not arguing no. that because I, I truly believe it's been it's been rewritten a couple times too because we're, of we're, like what they talked about about that one Okutsuki that had all the powers. Right, but you what, what would saying? be what would be a bigger what would be a bigger reveal? It'd that? be a bigger kick to the throat. How? What do you mean how? Naruto what? finally be, achieves his dreams, has the family he's always wanted, just to find out he has a kid he didn't even know about. That's ridiculous. It's, but that's the whole thing. He originally in the. It's in, not Naruto's story anymore, though, for them to keep using him like this. That's what's that's what's a bigger kick to the fucking they're throat. Not, they're not using him. How would you? This is Naruto's son that we had no idea about. All of a sudden, how is that not using Naruto continuously? Then, okay, but this is about Kawaki, and he already is. A, he's already. He's already. It would be cool to show that, like, even with his memories gone, even with the all, reality changed, he still somehow found Kawaki and made him his son anyway. Like. Except, except it wasn't Naruto that found Kawaki. It was Baruto and his team I mean, that found I mean, Kawaki. Me- you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, like, it, it, would, I mean like, it would have made more sense. I mean, no, but see, it would have made more sense if Naruto did find Kawaki for, for what you're saying. You know what I mean? It'd be like, okay, you're making sense. There's some, there's some breadcrumbs here. They didn't, though. Kanohamaru and his team were the ones that found Kawaki in that box. I understand that, but I'm saying the like, connection that he has with Naruto, it was still able to be built. It would be interesting if, listen, he's already, he's all, he was already the perfect vessel for Ishiki. If whomever, if whomever altered reality beforehand knew that Naruto's son was the perfect vessel for Ishiki, now he, how can how can you get to Naruto's son? How can you make him so vulnerable that Naruto wouldn't be? You know, Naruto's not around to protect him. You change reality to where he's not born, to where he's not Naruto's son. 
I just think that to, that to me that would be a crazy ass twist because it's like everything that Bor- excuse me everything that Kawaki has taken from Boruto he didn't ask, it's something he's necessarily taken back rather than taken from him you know what I'm saying like yeah, it's almost like, like he's taking his own life back rather than like that, seems, that sounds like, a, like that seems like a fun fan fiction twist but that doesn't seem like I, you, right. nah, okay. you're reaching like a motherfucker I, because okay well tell me what reveal that they could do then if time has already been altered what could they pull out their ass and be like to make us go oh shit I can't believe they altered that before you know what I'm saying like, what what think, what reveal? What what you what you keep saying reveal? Like trans- they promise us like some life altering shit here. Other they than just, like this you know, they, they don't they don't drop a line like that for no reason. I don't think they drop a line like that for no reason. I think they do. The that. biggest bear that's probably going to come out of this is probably going to be some ancient Ogatsugi that has all the powers, or somebody that absorbs every single one of those powers. A lot of which people, could be Kawaki. You see what I'm saying? But I don't, people, I don't think this is going to be some like it turns out this is his son from like the sixth dimension type shit. Like it's not sixth dimension. It's like literally if if. If an Otsutsugi had already rewrote so then why, reality, why didn't the Nine Tails know this? The Nine Tails, they remember just the Nine Tails, the Beast remember all this shit already. Like they already know well, most of this shit. I don't think they knew that. Nine Tails, he remembered most of his life as Ten Tails. Together, like all combined and shit, they understood exactly what they were or whatever the fuck. That's how they knew like the but like, I thought, Madara was, but, was wait, all wrong. You wait, wait, but I thought so. That, like, why wouldn't the Nine Tails recognize that Kawaki was was Naruto's son? Because reality had been changed by the Otsutsugi. Who? By whomever the uh, the big Otsuki guy, I don't know what his name again. She she whatever the fuck. Okay, the one that they so, keep shrouding and, and you know putting in shadows or whatever. The one that's apparently supposedly dead at this point, right? Right, like, and they use pieces of him to make those androids right. and shit. Which I think a lot of people speculate. I don't know about this. Now this is a the crazy theory, but you know the scientist Amado. Okay. Yeah, he seems like he he's obviously in the know about all this shit more so than he like plans like he plays into. Okay. There's this huge ass speculation that he is the dude. Like, that's a huge theory. Like, that he is the guy. And they're like, okay, we're like, well, he has no fighting prowess. So, like, how could that be? But it's like, if you've become enlightened, like, to the point where, like, everything has become, like, you know, this, like, mental thing. Or, like, it's, like, this mental game. It's like he no longer needs to be, like, physical or anything like that. That would kind of be a crazy-ass twist, too. Like, and that would explain, like, how, like, he's the only one that can, like, build these, like, Otsutsuki androids or whatever. Like, that would be kind of an interesting twist. Now, why? Maybe when he reached this level of intelligence, he lost those other, like, physical abilities. And maybe that's why he was trying to, like, turn uh, Kawaki into this thing or whatever. But who knows? You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure about that. But I definitely think it's going to be some kind of twist with uh, with Kawaki. Changing, changing was like... I think this was the twist. This whole change in reality. I think that is the twist with Kawaki. And I think there's going to be a bigger bad in the shadows trying to gain all these powers or absorb all these powers. Or I don't think that was the twist. I don't think that was the twist for Kawaki. I think this was the twist for Boruto. Yeah, but it kind of just, it's the kind of the same thing. It's kind of their story now at this point. I feel like this yeah. twist is their twist. But I, 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 I have no, I completely reject, and it, I think it, you're reaching very far. I feel like this isn't something they're going to do I'm not do saying all. that it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think that that would make sense in terms of, like, you know, reality being altered in a big way before. And I knew, I, like, I, the only thing I could think that could add to the story or, like, make sense for what's going on now. And then connect to Kawaki and everything. Right, so, as so well. he, okay, so right. So go back to what Momoshiki said. It makes you think how many times has reality been rewritten, right? Right. Okay. He never said anything about this reality. You see what I'm saying? Remember how there was always there was dimension, different dimensions here and there. There was different worlds that existed. No, he Sasuke did say traveling. your reality. I believe he did say your reality. I, I don't know. 
We got to find. We'll go back and find it real yeah, quick. I'm pretty it. sure he did say your yeah. reality. Or he was talking about, like, he was talking about how many times they've affected this world. Yeah, or something but that's, like that's that. still not, that's still not, nothing to sit here and suggest that this motherfucker is Naruto's son. God damn, I can't find the panel. But neither here nor there. The reason I just think that it makes sense is that, like, if, if you made, like, okay, if Naruto had three kids instead of two, and one of them, you're still trying to sell me this. Listen just, to me. Listen to me. It's not a if good idea. Naruto, though. Go ahead. It is a good idea. It's not. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're finished. Finish. Go ahead. If Go ahead. Naruto had three kids and one of them was essential to the plans of the bad guys, but they couldn't get to him, but they had this ability to change reality or change the circumstances of his reality, and they switched, like similar to how he switched with Boruto, they switched his reality with that of like you know some orphan kid or whatever the hell, right? And if you remember, I remember seeing Kawaki's dad and his dad looking nothing like him. Like, there was nothing like that. Arti- like, it was like his dad was like an NPC. I remember that. It was like, this is weird. Like, this is, some, this is like some random dude you would see in the anime. Now, I get they wanted to make him like a jerk or a loser or whatever like that. But Kawaki has this really distinct, like, designs where it's like this blonde underneath hair and this blue top of hair. I just think it would be a cool reveal. I think it would be a cool reveal. And then I think it adds to that. That line where like Momoshiki is trying to insinuate that something has been changed before. No, nah, man, that's that's reaching, and I don't think that's a good idea. I don't, I really don't. Like, not that it wouldn't pan out to be a good idea, just that it's Naruto has a third kid that kind of just been tortured and abandoned this whole time by himself. Like, no, nah, that's whack. He didn't know. Like, and, he wouldn't have and, even... and at this point, how much, how many more times are they gonna keep using Naruto to to further somebody else's plot? At this point, like, at some point, you got to make this about them and just them, right? Like I thought, I feel like that's what they were doing by depowering Sasuke and Naruto. So you're gonna depower them completely, but to still continue to use them to just like to bounce up everybody else's like storylines. That is making that's shitty. And then to use a kid that he didn't know he had, shitty, shitty. Because then, like, if you needed a perfect vessel, right? Again, if you needed a perfect vessel, right? This bad guy's been thousands of years in the making, right? Because mm-hmm. the Okutsugi live a long ass time. Why Naruto? Why not any of the other senju? Why not Hashirama? Why not Hashirama's children? Why not his grandchildren that all share the same cell? No, I'm not saying that they needed Naruto. I'm saying they needed Why Naruto's children? You see what I'm saying? I mean, why? I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like, that leaves plot holes all over the point. The place are too many questions. And then it's, it's just well, not wait, a good wait, wait, story, we're just, dog. We're just talking about how Destiny, yeah. like, literally just Naruto and his family are constantly fighting against Destiny. And now that same Destiny yeah. that Naruto averted is and, now after And this Boruto. Destiny that Boruto's fighting right now is the fact that he lost his life, his friends, his loved ones, and his parents. That's literally, the, that's literally it. Like, that's the Destiny he's fighting now, is that everything was rewritten. Not that this is the second time things were rewritten, and that his older brother is, like, who he's fighting against now. That's, I mean, I'm just saying that's what it gets turned out. We, we, when Naruto started off, it was just Naruto. He was a nine tailed fox. We get to the end, he's he's the reincarnation of Ashura or Indra, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying there could be these other twists and shit, too. Okay. And that's okay. There will be twists. That's what I'm saying. I just don't think there's anything to do with no unwa- no unknown children out here. That's whack. Okay. Okay. That is whack as fuck. Okay. It's whack, and that is reaching like okay. crazy. Watch watch when watch when okay watch and when it doesn't re- happen I won't be bringing it up because of how like <laughs> watch how like how far you had to reach to try to sell this to me when, and everybody listening watch when reality get changed back I at the end of Boruto I won't even and mention all it. the pictures all the pictures of Naruto house got Kawaki in it again all of a sudden yeah. and it's like what? I, I won't even mention it watch. I won't even mention well, it. I will yeah won't even mention it 
But we'll see how it turns out, man. We'll see how it turns out, though. I'm definitely excited for it. I think we got five days. Five days for it. Twin, uh, twin Blue Vortex. Definitely. It's this month, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Leaks tomorrow. Yeah. Leaks tomorrow. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, literally, people have been seeing this. Everybody's like, usually the leaks come about five days early. We'll be yeah. seeing some leaks tomorrow for sure. Have to stay off the socials tomorrow. I ain't staying off. I need to see them shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I translated this kanji. It said sun and forgotten. That's going to be you. So, what? You translated what? That's going to be you trying to sell me shit because you translated two of the kanjis to lost sun. Is that what Kawaki means or something? No. Oh, I don't know. What were you saying? This is a reference to this shitty ass I do. You just try to sell me oh, for 30 minutes. I'm just saying, man. Yeah. It would be dope. <laughs> it would be dope, man. So Naruto can be a fucking reincarnated <laughs> spirit, but Kawaki can't secretly be Naruto's son? It's two different fucking spectrums of shit. It's garbage as fuck. Like that's, imagine I tell you Vegeta had a long lost son he didn't know about. That's, that's not... It's not... I think you're simplifying. It's not like he had a long lost son he didn't know about. It's not like Naruto was some deadbeat parent. It's like reality was changed. His, the sun was stripped away nah, from him. That'd be so yeah, cool, man. That's corny as fuck. That'd be so cool. And then I feel like that's the only way you can forgive Kawaki in the end of it. Nah. If you want to. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to like... Probably not. You know what's probably going to happen? They're probably going to have to team up to fight somebody bigger and better. Probably Cold, Cold's body being... Because Cold now has like limiters released and shit, right? Right. And he's being used by... Or he's using all kinds of shit now, right? So right. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere Isn't along the way... Isn't he making a Tentails? Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere along the way this Shibai, whatever the fuck his name is, right? The Kutsugi Shibai yeah, or Shiba, yeah, whatever. whatever. If he ends up using, like, codes, like, uh, either trains him up and gives him all the power, or he ends up using his body as imperfect as it is as a vessel, and that's the new big bad that the two of them have to fight together despite their differences and shit. I feel like that's really where it's gonna go. But if it's like Naruto, and it still has to end with the two rivals fighting, like Naruto and Sasuke... I mean, maybe if they want to do a Kawaki, callback, I mean, yeah. Because it seemed like, well, for whatever reason, Kawaki wants to, you know, end the Shinobi yeah. world itself. Yeah. I, I don't, see, that, that, that's the part, that's a twist and shit that I'm still not entirely sure about, about, like, his beef with the Shinobi world. I'm not well, sure it's if it's, like, it, like, it, does that have to do with the fact that Okutsuki kind of started the whole chakra thing, and that's what he's doing, he wants to get rid of every Shinobi, because I think Shinobi... It's, I think it's more like, because he said, like, Shinobi are more like, they're just the people who die, or something like that, like, in the middle of it's, this, like... It's fucking weird, yeah, because his whole beef right now is that the Okutsuki exists, right? right? He wants to create a safe world for Naruto, so, like, I don't, is he just going further down his psychosis, you know what I mean, and just, like, is deteriorating, the, and now he wants the, to get rid of everybody that can hurt Naruto, like, even other Shinobi, Because remember in the, 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 the time skip in the beginning, he says the age of, the age of Shinobi is over. Mm. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying? So, like, is, there's there's twist there. <laughs> I don't think it's the kind you're, you're trying to solve. All right. But, All right. Yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, it's it's time. It's time. For Shameless Promotion. Promotion. <laughs> promotion. Go ahead, buddy. It's all you. I'm working on, excuse me, I'm working on uh, some more Naruto fan art, you know, per usual. So doing this whole thing where like it'll be it'll be a nar- uh not adult Naruto Do but a Naruto, Naruto Hinshaw, Shippuden, right? huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it, bitch. No. Yeah, I bet you are, you freak. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be Naruto like like the like how his his battle worn outfit was during like the, the fourth great ninja war, mm-hmm. right? The, rip, got, the rip code and shit. Yeah, rip code and shit. But then like instead of it, and it's gonna be like a nine tail fox s thing. But instead of it being golden, it'll be like OG like. Like the, the orangey aura? red aura and shit, and then yeah, okay. and the red eyes with the black and shit, and like the his whiskers are like real furry and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's gonna be something along that line. Okay, yeah. I like that. I yeah, 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 yeah. I fuck with that. That's all I got this week. 
What you got? Right. I'm doing. I did. A, I was editing a John Georgia speaks this morning. I'm doing one about. Um, it's about. Well, I, I guess I'll go ahead. Well, it doesn't really matter. I go ahead because it'll, it'll be out by the time I do this. Um, I was doing a, a John Georgia speaks on like uh, returning animated series, like kind of like they got X Men '97 coming back, yeah. uh, you know, Ronnie Kenshin's back, shit like that. Like just all these different OG series are coming back, and I think that they should bring back Justice League Unlimited. And I gave my reasons why, and I gave my reasons how. Okay. Because obviously it's like you would think, like especially me loving Batman, like I do. You would think I, I would think it. I, you would think that I would think it's. You can't do it, you know what I'm saying, without Kevin Conroy. But I think oh, that's right. I, I think, didn't even think of that. But okay, I think there is a way to do it and honor Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But not the obviously not. And I don't mean like AI or no bullshit like that, or or using stock stock voice recordings. I, I'm not into all that. Mm. But I just think there's a way to honor him and then still continue that franchise, and then also like keep keep it with the canon of of uh, the things that were set up in Batman Beyond. Justice League Unlimited and so forth and so on. Okay. And so I think you could get a... Because I, I, people love that that DC animated universe. That was awesome. Yeah. So I did a video on that. Yeah. Okay, good shit. You said you're posting it? It'll be everywhere. It'll be on TikTok. It'll okay. be on uh, Instagram. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be everywhere. Facebook. Right. It'll be everywhere. Good shit. So yeah. Uh, you gonna give me your socials? Oh yeah. At Young Wolf Art. Everything spelled correctly. Everything lowercase. Okay. TikTok and Instagram. I've been more active on TikTok lately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TikTok for me that's going to be John George's 96 um, Instagram's going to be SunJG that's S zero N J G very easy to remember uh, three geeks in a three geeks in a pod spelled correctly on Facebook that's uh, the number three geeks underscore uh, I-N-A underscore pod on Instagram if you can't remember that uh, rewind um <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's it. Uh, listen to us everywhere that you can listen to us. We appreciate you guys. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, you dirty bitches. We out. Wait, wait, wait. Pay the writers, bitch. Now All right, we out. that's right. Pay the writers. All right, now we dirty out. bitches. Now we out.